right, advertiser time. So, first off, our OG sponsor, Sinister Jerky. Use code KINGDOM, that's K-I-N-G-D-O-M, at checkout at www.sinisterjerky.com. Grab yourself a nice little discount. And also, this podcast is powered by Balls Garara. Grab life by the balls. And with that said, let's go on to the podcast. But that's the thing, Bonk, is asking you for consent for the recording. Like, that part's not recorded, so nobody True. will know about you that answer. And that what are we talking said, about? Oh. Right? And that being said, welcome to Castle Comms, episode 79. I, I don't know. We're, we're not right around 80. We're at the 80 bubble. And today, we have somebody that's come highly recommended to me by quite a few streamers, actually. Whether he knows it or not, we got Bonk Stimmis here today. How you doing, Bonk? Whether I know it or not that I'm highly recommended or I'm here right now, because I'm a little bit of both. I was leaving that open-ended to see what you, oh, what route oh, okay, you would okay. take. But Christopher, you, the Christopher Nolan route. All right. You're the clearly not that high, because that one, you caught that in the filter. I know when I'm fucking gone, I, I miss shit like that all the time. So that was a little embedded trick that the edibles decided was a good route for my mind to go, because I'm feeling great. You know, it's a Saturday. It's been a pretty shitty week. Test. You, you, so far, man, you are, you're doing very well. And so I have to ask, is this your first time in something of this setting? Because you don't seem like you're, you seem like you're, you know, you're ready. You don't seem like you're too ner- nervous, jittery, you know, all that fun stuff. Is this your first it's, podcast? It's definitely my first time. So what made you want to get into a podcast? Because you, you, you came at me and you said you were doing, you said you were doing research. I, I have to know. Like, I did. It's so back ended, but it's just, I want to do my own podcast after watching like one or two. I don't watch them a lot. I'm super ADHD, but right. I kind of want to just do my own thing. And I was kind of, you know, looking at smaller podcasts. Cause when I look at like, Oh, let's say moist criticals podcast. I'm like, I can't do that. He's got like a three thousand dollars setup, you know. I just kind of want to look at what people do with what they have, rather right. than saying, "Oh, I need to get money." See, that's... I just kind of like look, like to see what people do, so I could study it a bit. No, hundred percent. That's the thing that is kind of like lame about getting into these fields and like seeing the higher up people because they always have the best of the best because you know they worked up to that level where they can like afford that kind of materials and yeah. get to that stuff and, and unfortunately when it comes to people of that like you know size it's like oh I caught them on the end I didn't catch them on the rise up so I yeah. could have seen like how the gear and how the approach and finding your own voice is big too like how you know that journey of them getting to that point so no I, I totally understand that and then, uh, would you, would your pod that you're thinking about making would that be in the gaming realm, or would it be something gaming adjacent, or did you have a topic? Honestly, I have too many topics to decide. You know, forehead fables, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. With General Sam, it's funny you mentioned that. I'm actually drinking a diet Pepsi. I'm actually drinking a fucking <laughs> Pepsi as you say that. Based. <laughs> no, it'd just be something like that, man. I get a couple of my friends and. We pretend for like 30 minutes that we care and we're like, oh, this is some cool news happening on the internet and it just devolves into us like shooting the shit and talking about stuff. Oh, the fables. I'm not <laughs> averse to topics. See, it's hard for me to find them sometimes. That's the thing I love about this genre is like there's not a ton of podcasts that I have listened to in this realm, but the ones I have, they've always been funny and they've always been very unique. Like a Forehead Fables, you know, you got Brian... 
you got Poob and you got Sam who are like, you know, they, they toe the line a lot. They say some questionable things, but you know, it's just <laughs> yeah. such a far shot from like the gamer hole, which is like a little bit more like, you know, they, they say some tame. pretty yeah, tame in comparison. They do say some fucked up shit every now and again, but for the most part, they keep it pretty tame over there. And then that's just, you know, gaming as a whole. And then you get like the ones that are specific, like you get like a Tarduck, so you get something in the COD community, you get something like mine that kind of like floats a little bit. So that it's it's cool to see that there's just like there's a lot of room to make it what you want to make it. If that's what you yeah, want to do. There's no real guideline to doing it, just do it. As long as you don't get cancelled, as long as you don't piss people off over something stupid yeah. like you know taking a spicy take on like twitter drama or some dumb shit man i don't want to say i'm uncancelable because that shit is like literally the like i can get swatted in docs it's the worst thing that's gonna happen to me but i don't really care what people think i'm a human man i've said mean things go on my facebook from like 10 years ago you'll find a treasure trove yeah. like you can can't, you know what i mean that's like the thing is it feels like we've all been young and we've all been stupid and we've all said shit we regret whether it be in person or on you know on, online format and that's the thing that kind of sucks oh, yeah, about 100%. online stuff because there's just that trail it's like oh yeah i said that when i was 15 and it's just like Bro, i don't I believe was scared in that now shitless when i googled my name and my fucking names on twitter and i'm like i don't hide my name but the fact that i can google it and i'm right there with like my face i'm like i mean one that's awesome i'm like doing good on branding but for b or two i was like fuck like See, Fox? Gotta, like, start taking this a little seriously. Fox doesn't give a fuck. He's full full name docs right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's me. You can bleep that out if you want. I'll leave that to you. Hit it with the funny sound effect. <laughs> Something like. So, Bonk, so coming into this thing of trying to get people to see, like, you know, what equipment they have, have you, like, done any research on your own? Are you reaching out to people in said, like, you know, circles? And if you are, have you been getting responses? Really, the only reaching out I've done is that <clears throat> I have a webcam and I have OBS. And at that point, I want to just, like, goof around and try a podcast out. Not really, but... I've been reaching out just trying to find a co-host or two just like because like you know I'm reactive it's myself I'll sit there and ramble on but I always I'm just kind of looking for some co-host or something to, someone to work with someone to work with I guess you so know Bob, for these co-hosts, a lot of people have said that these potential people you'd want to get on this show what would be the interview process would you send them some fucking Roshark like ink blots would you have them like <laughs> tell you their most fucked up hand job what do you when they see were in this picture an ant or two men looking at each other like what would be the bonk like you know vetting process what would be the application process be like like i'm I, I, i'm curious you know what it would probably really be probably get some man on tarkov if you were gonna say a casting couch i would have been very very confused just get him on some highly stressful game that people don't like losing and then subject them to hell while i'm asking them questions and see how they react Oh, that's if almost, they can keep cool and answer questions, I'll, you know, that's a good start. That's almost what Decky did when he had his potential mods play that really weird game where you're like a oh, huge punch. Yeah, punch. I was trying to remember the name of it. Yeah. And like, you know, High Commander and Decky were all in it and shit. So it's going to be you like. there for that? I, I did you see not, my mod interview? I saw the after action, like, I saw some of the after action stuff, but I, did, I missed your interview. Like, what was. Uh, <laughs> What was somebody who participated? What was your take on the events? As for, as an interviewee, 
Yes, as an interviewee, what was what was the feel? I feel like you know everyone is like a lot of my friends. Like I showed them Decky, and they're all like, "Hey, man, that guy's like mean. Everyone's mean to you. They bully you." And like, yeah, the community's mean, but it's kind of what do you expect when you go into a ornery place full of geriatric people that freaking still laugh at like. 2011 memes and call me a zoomer like they're all kind of grumpy people but decky and his mod hoff they got me in a little private call they were really patient with me they had this little twitch app that you could uh, call people and like invite them on to share screens like that's how they're interviewing people but with me my shit didn't work so i was like can we do it like on discord he was nothing but patient with me the dude is like actually very nice i mean he was still on camera but right. face to face like he's actually eloquent and he talked to me normally he's not like Fuck you, nerd. You know, like he was actually. Oh, so, so you met him in person. person, quote unquote. I've talked uh, to him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was gonna ask if you met like at a TwitchCon, but that makes sense. Like, it, it's weird how you know this is a conversation me or you and having, but it feels like it's like a face to face thing. You know, like that's. I mean, if we had yeah. cameras on, it would be technically. So no, I I totally get what you mean on that. I could turn my camera on for little bits. I'm on my phone. So oh, no, I don't no, have weird angles. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. I, I don't take any video for one of the reasons is I want to try to get people like the most relaxed and patient as confident as possible. And I find when you have the camera on, even if it's slight, it's still like, you know, a little bit added pressure. So that's why I go the no camera approach. That's why I don't do the YouTube like videos. Like I know a lot of my like I guess you would call them rival shows. I I'm just in it for myself. I'm not in competition with anybody. But you know, ones that I'm yeah. like, like that new one, Kidded, that just came out, or Tardux, or oh, the one Dad God. Life had. Like, th- there's quite a few like podcasts in this small circle that is Tarkov and Tarkov. Have you gamers. seen that Beard has a podcast? Yes, he does. Unsubscribe, and he does it with a uh, two other people. One of them, um, Donut Operator, and I am blanking on the other guy. But yeah, I, I've seen, I've heard a little bit of theirs too, and it's uh, yeah, it's it's cool, but at the same time, you can't really hold yourself like comparable to too many things. Like when you do a show, you might be like, "Hey, I have X amount of co-hosts," and that's going to be a very yeah. different dynamic than doing it solo with a random guest or you know a group of four like you get with other ones. It's it's definitely. Uh, you're going to want to compare your show to other people's shows because, like, what other benchmark do you have? But you can't be too critical, you know, because podcast numbers are definitely different from, you know, Twitch numbers. It's definitely not everybody's doing oh, yeah. the podcast thing. And, you know, when you get people from, like, that video-oriented, like, you know, being able to interact in a chat wall kind of environment and engagement then going to, like, a pre-recorded conversation, sometimes they're just not always along for the ride. Not everyone's a cup of tea. Exactly, exactly. So, would you would you want to do guests, or would it just be like a set group of uh, X amount? Oh, hundred percent. I hate to sound like a fucking leech, but it would very much so depend on guests. Hey, man, my whole show's based off of leeching. You're preaching to the choir. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to sound like that. It's but it's the damn truth, though, man. It's like freaking. I'm not gonna say I need to have a guest every episode, but again, like just like forehead fables, man. Just like. Kind of got like a, a couple of filler episodes while you're trying to nail that next. No, big would guest, you, you would know? you go out of your way to like question the guest, or would it be potentially like a forehead fable scenario where sometimes you might forget the guest well, is I'm, there? I'm definitely gonna fucking abuse the guest in my own little silly way. I want to sit there and just fucking have roundabout silly questions. Like 
Have you seen uh, Two Ferns with Zach, uh, yeah. Zach Galifianakis? Yes, yes, yeah. I have. But, or Eric Andre, like the anti-podcast. Like, <laughs> I don't that... want to take it seriously at all. Like, just be a fucking silly guy, you know? <laughs> Eric Andre, that would actually be pretty funny. And especially if you did that with green screens and video component, that could be fucking hilarious. That, that's that's another aspect cool. of the Forehead Fables that I absolutely think is hilarious. Every time it gets brought up is for a podcast, they have so many visual bits and they're like, Fuck you, audio listeners! And they just start doing like dances and shit, <laughs> all sorts of weird things. Like, cause I, I I listen to them and I listen to most of my podcasts when I'm driving for my job, so I you don't always get to enjoy the video aspect of it. So every now and again, I'm like those fucking assholes. But in a way, it's yeah, a brilliant you thing up. because then they want you to pick up the YouTube to rewatch that. So then they get your listen twice. So in a way, it's kind yep. of brilliant. <laughs> exactly. That's just my take. They might, they might say it was. I planned. think a good anti-podcast measure is you got to have like nine co-hosts. That way, nothing ever happens. Everyone just keeps interrupting, interrupting. each other. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Speaking of interrupting, that's gonna be something that's gonna be rough for like brand new show. It's just like everybody's got different speed to which they talk. Everybody's has their own yeah. like pauses and stuff. It's not as hard to know. Like, is that guy done answering the question? Is that uh, is that and like always <laughs> delay too? Yeah, especially if they're like at like there's like they want to think about their answer. They don't just splurt it out there. So it's like oh, yeah, me. <laughs> so editing gets kind of <laughs> lame on that because like you'll you'll see after you start editing your own stuff if you edit your own stuff you can tell when your breath is in there just by the decibel raise and you can just go back and eliminate all that stuff like little things like that become very like easy but once you like you know when you get a new guest every other fucking day it's like oh i don't know what this guy's breath thing is i gotta find it i gotta eliminate it i gotta kill all the dead air in between his answers so you're like you're gonna get real tired of your Discord voice. mobile so you're probably getting a ton of fucking air and rain it's actually in the background. not too bad it's actually doing really good knock on wood the last one we had we had some internet problems so i'm actually stoked it's coming good as good as it is so with this with this show would you <laughs> What, what kind of things would you cater to? Would it just be things strictly in the gaming? Would you touch on pop culture? Would you go the drama route like Keemstar and just take like crazy takes? Like <laughs> probably, if you had to like boil it down to alchemy and like freaking like uh, fractions, it'd probably be like thirty, forty percent plugging my damn music. Like I'd use my own music as my own background music right. on a freaking podcast. So it'd be kind of you know a little promotion. I kind of, you know, I talk about gaming, but it's not exclusive. Right. Oh, that's kind of like, I like to talk about everything, but my main topic would probably just be, I don't know what happened to me in my day. And my favorite topic is always going to be music, but that's why I'd like a co-host. It's just kind of has another skill set, something that he can bring to the table. Cause I'm sure everyone will get tired of hearing, oh man, made a song at this BPM today. Whew, that pitch changed when I hit the chords. Oh my God. I went that piss change like, though. Up, nerd. <laughs> so, what kind of did you did you get started in music by being a fan of a certain band? Did you get like a certain CD as a kid, or do you did you like inherit a violin and you became like a crazy musician? Like, what was the bonk route to music love? I gotta tell you, I've been smoking weed since I was like thirteen, man, and my yeah. brain is freaking fried. Hardly remember, but from my recollection recollection of memories, I was just young kid, and I don't remember how. My friend gave me a flash drive with like FL Studio, and my mom bought my neighbor's old laptop. Okay. And I freaking installed FL Studio, uh, legally owned FL Studio, 
and this is like 10 years ago. There's like statues of limitations, right? Uh-oh. Big fat oopsie. But yeah, I just started playing like music on my piano and or on my computer. And eventually my computer shit itself. And I have this little phone app I used to use called like Caustic 3. And then literally like a year ago. So for about seven years, I was using some like off-brand beat production. I just bought FL Studio on my phone. And I'm trying to get back to a computer. But it really just started by... Hey, I got this program. Used to listen to like a lot of Dead Mouse and a lot of fucking like dubstep as a kid. I'm not not no more, but I used to listen to a lot of stuff and I was like, fuck it, man. Like, I wanna do that. And I just been kind of doing it since I was like twelve or thirteen and I'm twenty one now. So that's just almost ten years of goofing off and doing things. That's pretty sick though. So have you gone and played in a public setting with your music? Do you just produce at home and release your music for free? Like, what is your route to creation? Or do you just make stuff and never share it? I make stuff and overshare it. And I've never played in public. But coincidentally, my girlfriend just yesterday brought me to my first live performance ever. And if I'm talking loud right now, it's because my toxic masculinity got in the way. I didn't want to wear the earplugs. And I stood up as close as I could to the fucking band. You're playing good. some fucking punk rock. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And now I can't hear all that well. <laughs> but yeah, I was studying that. I was talking about studying the podcast. Sorry for the water. I'm grabbing a little drink. Oh, you're good. But, you're good. Uh, I was going to the live show, and I was just kind of studying how it works. I'm like looking at all the machines, not knowing what they are. I'm just kind of looking at like how they perform, the right. etiquette in which they conduct themselves. I'm like, okay. This is why I feel like I'm autistic or a robot. I like go and look at people. I'm like, calculating. Noted. <laughs> studying sometimes you have to do that especially if it's something that you're like you know passionate about or something that you want to do because you know these people up here if they're doing live shows if they're taking that shit on the road then they must be doing something right you know mm-hmm. so no well, that's really makes sense my girlfriend knew the lead singer of the first band they like went to a party and played beer pong and then i was like wait i remember that guy i was like whoa it was like a local band shout out shutter speed that was a good show it's a s- small world, isn't it? No, no, you're good. It's a small world when you see guys like that from your hometown make it big. Like, the Expendables came from the area where I live, and it's just like, really? yeah, yeah, like, they used to play a lot when I was growing up, so it's super cool seeing that they're as, like, as big as they are now. It's like, whoa, crap, I, they're everywhere, and now they're everywhere. I have a couple of places or people that come from my place up here, but the most notable is always going to be Mr. Cobain. Oh yes, yeah. That's uh, it's a pretty nice area up there. Do you hate the rain? Do you not mind the rain? Do you not mind the fog? Generally speaking, I don't mind the rain, but it really depends on my mood. I honestly, I love to do the thing where I'm in the rain. I'm like, I'm in a music video, right? I'll just stand there listening to some sappy shit and getting pissed on. I'm like, yeah, ah, oh, nice. Wait, wait, wait. But generally. We gotta touch back on you being in a music video. Is this something where you like went to a casting call? Was this like a friends band? Like, what? Well, <laughs> give us the background on that, Bong. Was did I say I was in a music video? I don't think I've ever was in a music you, you, video. You just said that. No, I went to a live performance. Oh, maybe you just said listening like a, like to. Okay. Okay, okay, I think I misunderstood what you just said. I, okay, let's just pull it back. It's okay, it's okay. It, was, it must have been the audio. I, you, yeah, I must have just misheard you. <laughs> so, 
continuing. I've made my own music videos, but I've never been in one. I want to get like a, my friends to help me with some camera work or, or something. So when you made these music videos, was it was like you were in high school, or was it like pretty recent? And then how long has it been since you have rewatched? Honestly, it was pretty recent. I do have. I haven't deleted it. I try not to because I like to look at things, even if they cringe me out as like a time capsule. But right. I have a couple of uh, old music videos, you know, like not mine, just a little like thirteen-year-old kid dancing a dead mouse, being a fucking annoying little little man. But recently, I've done my own like low-effort video. Like I was just hit the record and I started dancing like a TikTok star, and I fucking put my own music over it. <laughs> and uh, I watch it every now and then. It's literally if you go on my YouTube. It is like the first short, so like. People see it all the time, and I'm like, I'm not gonna get rid of it. It's a good calling card. It's like this is who I am from back in the yeah. day. Oh, that's pretty sick. So, Funk, I- I'm very curious. So, are you going to do this as a pre-recorded thing? Or are you going to do live podcasting on like a Twitch? That really, I haven't thought about it. I want to do live. I like it when they, like accidents happen. You know, you know what I mean. But oh, and they happen a lot. Maybe have oh, to go gosh. with pre-recorded just because I am known to have a zany friends in community. A lot of them say some out questionable shit that I. There's a reason I don't stream with a lot of my real life friends. I know they aren't fucked up, but they can't seem to let go of their fucked up humor. So I'm like. Oh, you guys so, just sit over there. Somebody I'm a, I'm a who do doesn't own. know them might hear something and assume something, and you know. Oh yeah. Who who needs that? I mean, I I, I have friends who are the same. They're, they just are fucking. Yeah. They're just, just crazy dudes who just say stupid shit and they don't mean any of it. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Like you literally listen to my friend and he's still saying like the n word, and I'm like, bro, like I get you're in the hip hop culture. Why are you pulling out the hard R? He's like. I don't know, man. Why are you getting offended, Snowflake? I'm like, okay, on one hand, I shouldn't be getting offended, but it should just be kind of common courtesy. Well, and it's your friend. It's like, dude, you, you know, you're really setting yourself up for failure. Like, still yeah. that mindset, or if not the mindset, the vocabulary. Like, come on. hundred percent. Like, I can at least respect, like, whenever I stream with them, they never do it. Like, they've never slipped up. But it's just a fear in my mind, because I know these guys are Call of Duty gamers. So these you know it can happen. one rip. Yeah, just Beyblade all over your fucking stream yeah. and just get you banned or suspended or all that. But then again, Twitch is a weird place. I mean, a girl got fucked right on there. She only got suspended for, yeah. like, what, like a there few days? There movie rips, like, straight the fuck up watching, like, a Marvel film, the highest grossing, like, People film watching in the world. Milf Manor <laughs> straight up on it's, Twitch. It's one of the biggest companies. They should, like, have the, one of the best anti-piracy measures or something. But no, it's, like, straight up up there. But, like... God forbid a small streamer has someone that says that someone's gay in their stream. Like, get him out of here! You know, it's like, I don't know. The rules of enforcement are very silly. So, Paul, Same with YouTube. Speaking of, like, we, we brought up... Oh, I brought up MILF Manor for a brief moment. Are you familiar with MILF Manor? MILF Manor? Is, am I hearing that right? It's an actual TV show, and it's pretty <laughs> fucked up. Oh, my God! Now that you said the reality, yes. My girlfriend was talking about that, like... A mom was like trying to fuck her friend's sons. Or well, it's something. Like, like everybody there, you know, they're all. It's like a dating show that you know they <laughs> bring all these women. Only these ones, they're all quote unquote milfs, and you know they all want younger men, and so they they put all the men behind a curtain, and then they raise the curtain, and all the dudes are each other's sons. So it's like, and they, the mom and son have to share a room 
So it's like right off the bat, the shoe's like, I'm gonna cock block my mom. And like, this is going, like, the whole thing is just so. Yeah, weird. what other reaction should a kid have, bro? Yeah. Like, imagine your mom getting that poontain slain. Oh, like, no, I'm cock blocking. There's definitely gonna be fights. And like, it's so weird. Like, the first episode is just like, I like feet. And then, like, one of the moms oh is like, oh, can God. I pick you up, like, with my feet? Like, I used to airplane my little kid. And you're like, what the fuck is oh, this? This is horrible. <laughs> Kind of Not like, many things make me uncomfortable. That's how I know this is a good fucking episode. So right we, now, we've, that's Holy only shit. episode one of that shit. <laughs> I, that's as far as I got. I was like, I don't, I don't know if I could do this. So, Bonk, is is that your line of like? That's when things oh, get no, too no. much. I get for very you. uncomfortable, but I keep talking. My my reflex and my self defense mechanism. If I get too much. I'll just start saying some shit to make someone else weirded out. I'll be like, okay. no, it's you. Okay, so now I'll oh, know. That's like your it, safe though. word once you start going off on stuff. And like, yeah, this is too far. My safe word will be like, good God, man. Pull yourself together. Oh, my God. So, yeah, with, with that, is that something that you would watch? Oh, fuck no. I wouldn't watch reality TV even if it was like about making music. I do not care about reality TV. Oh, much. it's all garbage, but you know, some of it's more entertaining than others. And that particular one is just. It's because it's definitely. Freaking, well, what's, a, what's an adjective or a. Like a train wreck? Freaking, People just walk by and want to see it? Or a car yeah. accident? I was thinking, what's another thing? Like reality TV, but what's the freaking. What's the opposite of reality? Like freaking Matrix uh-huh. TV? It's fake. I don't know, man. I, said, I, would be right, saying, I think Twitch is cooler. I think the Andrew T- Tate crowd or Tank crowd is like, you know, captured the term Matrix for a while. <laughs> Dog, they can all suck my big fat wiener, bro. I like the oh, Matrix. They can't right? steal that from me. Yeah, I know, right? I hate Andrew Tate. He's uh, such a douche. <laughs> now he's like trying to like I steal one of the best. I have opinion on him that I do with Alex Jones. It's like oh, the Alex dude can Jones. have some normal takes, but then he'll freaking say some bullshit and then he'll be like, well, that's just what I think. That's my opinion. This is like true. That's okay. You have freedom of speech, but you don't have the freedom of consequence. You have bad takes. People are going to shit on you, dog. And I don't think any of them understand that or they don't care. But it's like, I don't know, man. As a man with no dad, I've watched some Andrew Tate videos with some general advice. I don't believe anything he says on woman. But when it just comes to like doing things with yourself, I think he gave he's given some generally I mean, good advice. He does kind Nothing of disguise from a book. himself as like a prophet. And he's always playing like really inspirational oh, yeah. things. So yeah, there are he's some inspirational complex. Yeah, there are some inspirational things on there, but like he says a lot when he's actually, it's his take on like societal norms. It's like, Andrew, what the fuck are you talking about? Like that, and I hated his take Oop- on the ocean. Oopaville? The what? Have you seen Oopaville's, um Oopaville. podcast or interviews he's done recently? I don't think I have. Enlighten me. He has gotten Nick Akato, a man that is famous for not going on the record and not speaking and going on podcast anywhere. He would have sent his channel. He's gotten Nick Akato out of his house. He has a podcast with him now. Nick, look up Be Fire if you want to okay. get morbidly curious. Oompaville and Nick Akato is a podcast, but you know he also got um that vegan teacher. You know her? Vegan teacher. That's not ringing a bell. If you'd Google her, you might recognize her face. She's the lady that freaking says eating McDonald's is wrong, or Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> I don't know TikTok lady, TikTok. but he got her on there and. He's basically getting like a bunch of these hated people and just kind of humanizing them on his podcast. Like, I mean, that's... I don't, everyone hates Nick Akato and the vegan teacher, but he goes on there and he'll straight up say, I don't agree with this, but he has the most 
He's just unbiased. He is understandable as in, like, I don't necessarily agree with this, but what's your standpoint on it? You never really explained it. Kind of right. gives people a platform to explain themselves. I kind of want to do that. Like, okay, you so, know of Harmon, right? Yeah, yeah. So you want to get people who are potentially, you know, like, you, kind of not in the best graces of the public eye. Like, a good example would be that guy who recently got in trouble for, like, dragging that one viewer in his, like, pod, you know, that, uh, or not on his pod, on his live Twitch, uh, the We Found the Body no guy. trauma dumping. Yeah, right? that trauma dumping guy. Like, I'm sure there, there's some probably good qualities. I don't know shit about him. I just know that, like... From what I've seen, that just seems like his personality. He kind of comes off like an asshole, but I'm I'm sure he's a good dude at the end of the day. He probably just, you know, kind of an asshole when it comes to certain points. It could have been either A, like he just did, he didn't understand the Twitch atmosphere, or he's like kind of old, didn't freaking understand that maybe that's a no-no. Or he was going for I the controversial laugh. Fans. He could have been going for maybe. that, too. Maybe he was doing what I do, trying to like make fun of the viewer, even though it was fucked up because the parent died, but... Yeah, I don't know. Joey's apology video like, when he starts air jerking. Oh it's just like, dude, why yeah. why did you have to add titty fucking fictional titty fucking to this apology video? It seemed like a perfectly good apology video without that. And then there's he was recording it live all in one take, so you like, oh, someone just followed during my eh, I'm not gonna edit that out. Thanks for the follow, dude. <laughs> anyway, back to my apology video. <laughs> yeah, that was a little cheesy too. It's like, yeah. It just seems genuinely insincere. But that's the thing is when you get people like that, that, you know, just come off as genuinely insincere for whatever reason or, or motives, like when you get them on the show, there's no guarantee that they're going to be themselves. They could just be that character that they're like putting on for like, because people play characters sometimes in these like platforms and these things. So, you know, who oh, I'm knows? 100% playing a character, man. I'm a freaking like quiet guy when I'm by myself. You know what I'm saying? No, totally. I, I understand that completely. So how do you know when you get this person like on the mic, they're actually going to give you their honest take and how they are? Or are they just going to continue on with that weird narrative because that's what their adopted character that may not reflect what they personally think? It just might be something to get for views and they think that's going to be their new platform to like, you know, push that. It's hard to pick those people up and the people you think just, you know, are just not liked because they had one bad experience. That makes as sense. messed up as it is, I'm a small guy. If I could get that dude on my podcast, I don't care what his response is. I will be trying to give him good questions, good things that'll freaking he can respond to and like make him think about it. Right. His response is not in my ballpark. I, I you're, if you're just genuinely asking me how I would tell, I've been betrayed by a lot of people, and I can't equate that to every person. But you kind of get those signs and those those, those conversational cues. You know what I mean? But. Totally. Generally, I don't care what another person would have to say if it comes to like a drama, because that's really their business, and I would just be giving them a platform. Even though the guy is bigger than me in this hypothetical situation, if I was the bigger audience, I would just be giving someone a platform to maybe explain themselves in a better way that they don't have or whatnot, you know? So, so Bonk, what would be the ideal, like, <laughs> the advertiser? Who would be the ideal sponsor for this podcast of yours? Do you want to go, like... Shaven pubes with Manscaped. Do you want Fred Thomas? I mean, Are Frank Thomas. Realistic to... sponsors or anyone, like just anyone, name anyone that I like. Just anything, anything, dude. You, if you want to. Yamaha fucking... pianos. You're going to what? Yamaha pianos. Oh, pianos. It's like, my, did I hear him right? Yamaha pianos. I mean, that makes sense. You'd like the music side of it. <laughs> I feel like that's a good meme sponsorship, but it's also something I like. You know, like who the fuck's sponsored by Yamaha? Like Jerry Seinfeld. Who the hell is sponsored by Yamaha Pianos? What's the deal there? 
<laughs> that actually would be pretty interesting and weird. I, I figured you were going to give me something out of left field, but like at first I thought you said jalapeno, and I was like, jalapeno? What the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> Heck no. I love spicy food, man. Maybe I should get like a Hot One sponsorship. Use code BONK at checkout when you buy your next Yamaha piano and get 10% off. Buy a metronome and get an extra five dollars off. Tell them bonk sent you. <laughs> that's something that completely unrelated. But I was just talking to my friend. He said that's a good way to try and distribute my music locally. Is just burn some shit on some CDs and go to like record stores. I honestly don't think those things still exist. I'm sure they do. Most hardware ain't physical no more. But there's that collector side uh, of people, so I'm sure it's there. Just go there, there and like yeah. give my CDs and be like, hey man, some guy comes in. Got the look on his face. Don't know what he wants. Offer my CD for free. I'll even pay you if you want like distribution. I'll give you like five bucks. And I hate that. I know that sounds like underpaying. It's not worth it all too much to me. And I know that sounds kind of like entitled, but it's the age of the internet, dog. I literally promote and do everything myself anyway. It's just kind of I want someone to help me out locally, I guess, you know? Right. No, totally. It- you, if you knew the cashier, you'd probably float that fairly easily. But, you know, just walking to a place like a vinyl store or an amoeba or something that's, like, you know, yeah. still open. Like, it seems like the smaller ones are pretty much I'm going to start down. warming my way up trying to be friends with the cashier just for, like, a five month down there. Hey, man, I know we're friends and all, but uh, slide that over the table. Could you maybe do a little something? You what know, are you, you going to pull the down? Nut? You're gonna pull down your shirt and show him your tit or something? Like, what's going on here? No, I'm gonna pull out my trench coat and he's gonna think it's a gun. It's gonna be an army of my CDs and mixtapes. You want fucking 2019, 2020? If he see, if he knows you like the Matrix and you're rocking the trench coat, yeah, might be, he might be a little bit more scared than that, Bonk. Yeah, he's gonna think I'm gonna fucking start like running on the walls if he looks at me wrong. He's gonna pull a fucking gun and shoot if you didn't push my CD. <laughs> I offered you, you five dollars. That is a fair price for that work, sir. Don't you understand how bartering works? I offer you nothing and you give it to me. Come on. Bang. <laughs> That's the interaction right there. Bang. God, what a terrible way to die. That'd be a horrible punk. That'd be horrible. I'd be like, yes, yeah, fucking push the music, man. God. I have wife and children. <laughs> You're just shaking after shooting. I'm like, offered him five bucks. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, fucking it. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> so, who would be the ideal ideal guest? If you could have any guest from, you know, any realm, if you want to be somebody who was a professional athlete when you were a kid. I have two. Okay, let's hear it. I'm sorry to interrupt a lot. No, no, you're good. That's you're good. Bad, that's a bad quality, but uh, it's all good, man. For the circle good. I'm in, you know, Twitch and Discord, it's tight knit circles. I, I'm familiar. Kinda, yeah. yeah, yeah. So and you've heard of Harmon, of course. You were in the Decky Mod interview, so I think you might know more. I don't mind have to explain all of this, but Harmon is kind of like that local, select, like anti select. Everyone like kind of hates him because they want the best for him. They've given him genuine, if maybe unsolicited, advice. The man is incredibly autistic, and he just can't seem to help himself. Uh-huh. I think that would be, for the circles that I'm in, I'd love to give Harmon a platform to just kind of humanize him. Yeah. I'm not going to act like I'm perfect. I sit there and shit on him all the time, too. Does he, like, from a man say that, like, rude things? Tries. Is he just not, like, very patient? Like, 
It's more so, well, we kind of make fun of him because he has a scuff stream. And I don't try to go rag on him too hard. I got a scuff. You come to my stream, dude. Oh, mine's like scuffed as fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's like 10 frames. I got like, my stream ain't no fucking arbiter of like quality by any means. But he just kind of like does lazy content. Like he literally just put on, I'm just sleeping. Like, you know, usually people do that when they have a subathon or a goal. But like he will right. literally just leave it on. And another thing people clown on him for. For no reason, this dude will be, like, starting soon. You know, the freaking stream that streamers have. He'll do it for, like, 20 minutes. Like, literally make people sit there and wait in his stream for 20 minutes. It's like, <laughs> why? That is kind it's of hilarious. <laughs> it's freaking, yeah, he's just goofy. Like, I know, and I, and put, like, when I turn that shit that on, for. I'm, like, right about to start. I'm just, like, you know, putting ice in my bong or something quick. <laughs> yeah, you know? When I do it, it's usually me, like, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, like, going out and smoking weed before it starts. I'm, like, fucking give myself, like, ten minutes. Five of that minutes is smoking, and another five is, like, just promoting myself in, like, discords. And I don't do that too much anymore. This is I'm a sure very tired pot-friendly podcast, so I, I, I understand that. But you you don't promote yourself like you know in a negative way. You probably know this that those communities. You're not just popping into a random one and going like, "Hey, you should follow yeah. me," like some people do. So it's like, yeah, I mean, you you're doing it like in an appropriate way. Then, yeah, that's what was funny about Decky's Discord is that there wasn't a promotion channel in there. But I wouldn't really like. I would like hold it back. I was like, oh, not like every release, be like, check it out. But like, if every it was now and really again. good, I'd be like. I would really like you guys to show it. They'd be like, shut up, nerd. And then those guys would turn around and be like, I'm just a small Twitch streamer trying to grow. It's like, bro, you literally like fucking it would shut down people trying to like grow and make a community and just be a part of the community. And then you turn around and ask for the kindness. It's like kind of silly. And I'll go there anyway. I try and get on their good side, but it's kind of ironic, you know, how people like yeah. it's weird because yeah you, how do you grow right but a lot of people will shame you for promoting yourself or doing this it's like what do you do right it's a people strange have always got an issue with what you do dynamic in the twitch thing because you know a lot of people are grinding towards something grinding towards being partner grinding towards you know getting more subs being able to be more suspicious so they can quit their job grinding for affiliate like you know you name it a lot of people are grinding towards certain things and there's only, like, there's a finite amount of viewers on Twitch out there, so sometimes they might feel that, like, you know, promoting other people could lead to, you know, a drop in their numbers that is, you know, going against what they're trying to achieve. Hey, and that's completely fair. But I will say on the flip side, if I'm able to steal your viewers and they weren't loyal in the first place, baby, come over to change it! <laughs> Woo! That's a joke, don't ban me. I I would not do that, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've had an interesting episode so far. You've already doxed yourself. You've given your like full name, town where your area where you're from, admitted to a crime, and now you're gonna say now this. This is going on YouTube. I want to watch this in like two years and be like, I remember that time. I mean, I will give you the audio file, and it will be on Anchor, Spotify, Apple. Google all that shit. So Let's you know, go. you'll you'll have a copy of it if you want to take this fucking episode and make it your you like you know make a in remembrance video for when you're seventy and you're yeah. on your deathbed. Feel feel fucking free, punk. I wonder how I'd post this to my YouTube. Like, just, 
It'll be like 2016 commentary where it's like an hour, two hour long video of me playing Counter Strike, flying around. <laughs> yeah, you could just take know. a video file and put the audio file over that video file. You could be doing anything. You'd be playing fucking Subnautica with this in the background, or you could have a fucking new backdrop of rolling hills in a sunset. set. I don't know, Bonk. The choice is yours, man. Get some vaporwave music every like five minutes. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of paths to take. Just chilling out to fucking delicate Steve. <laughs> oh just- my! <laughs> oh, the stars are beautiful tonight. Oh my god! Oh. I thought I was gonna oh, hit her. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a live one here, dude. So the the funny thing about that video when I found it is I used to do geology like trips because my my minor was in geology. So we like we'd always go on these like trips to, like Death Valley and all these really cool spots, and there would always be one guy in the group who was like that you know headlamp packing fucking fat bowls at 11 o'clock like smoking in front of the teachers having the teachers smoke with us it's like it was always like that there's always that one guy so when i watched that video i I felt i felt at home i'd be like y'all are out here in the middle of fucking nowhere you're on a snitch on me i got a cliff over there dog we're having fun and you're dying That you, you took a really chill moment and then you made it really, really anxious and horrible. Like, hey teach, you wanna smoke a joint with us? I'll have you know I have a gun! I will kill you! Let's smoke a joint. I'm cool. Like, whoa. I'm known for my zero to one hundred moments. <laughs> I was gonna say fuck. No, another zero to one hundred moments. Does that get you in a lot of trouble? Do you have, like, road rage incidents? Or is it only online when uh, that comes out? It's mostly online, because like I said, I kind of do play a character. But I am genuinely stupid of a person at this a lot of the time. So a lot of the time, someone needs to correct me, but they think that I'm being ironic or sarcastic, and I end up realizing I'm wrong or I said something insensitive. I'm like, okay, my fault. But that's the fine line that I ride. But in real life, I have anger issues. I really do. I went to special ed because I have anger issues and all of and that. That so probably kind of led to more anger issues because kids probably yeah. made fun of you for being in that class. I remember when I was breaking out of special ed, like, I'm like, let me back in public school. I just want a social life. I thought they were going to let me, like, I went to a freaking middle school. I was like, like, sixth, seventh grade. I thought they were going to let me in normal classes finally. No. They threw me into a freaking special ed class. And God, freak, why God rest his soul? He's probably still alive. But this was super nice to me, super patient. He was a really good special ed teacher. He, he even knew. He's like, I don't really know why you're here, my guy. Like, he was like around like 60 when I was like 12. He was a very nice man. But he, he felt bad for me. I remember my first day or like I was like, you know, on Facebook with a bunch of my mutuals. I'd hang out with the kids in the neighborhood. They all went to this school locally. But me being special ed, I go all the way out to like Arlington, Smoky Point, like miles away from my house. I'd wake up at like five in the morning to get to school at like eight. Like a three-hour or two-hour bus drive, right? That's horrible. This is all. I'm my ADHD is driving these anecdotes and making the story longer. Sorry. Point is that we're going on a trip. Fucking, we're going on a trip, Bonk. This is deep Bonk lore. The people need to know. Yeah, this is Bonk lore. People need to know. Bonk lore. If you don't like it, go somewhere fucking else. We got Bonk lore on today's episode. Yeah. Yeah. Get fucked. This is the Bonk episode. But no, I remember I was trying to freaking get into like normal classes just so I could have a social life. I had friends and I'm still friends with a lot of the people that I went to freaking like the special ed to. A lot of them were in my boat where they either were drug addicts as kids and they had bad homes and they just had anger issues. A lot of the rejects would go to the school. And as soon as I was breaking out, 
my friends all knew. I was like, dude, I'm coming. I finally get to hang out with you guys like every day. Like uh, we could walk home from school. No. And I just disappeared. I ghosted them because I, they didn't let me in any of their classes. I got one normal class and it was woodshop. Besides that, I was in special ed at my little middle school. Woodshop was my out. That was where I got to be normal and talk to people. But I remember I was never so embarrassed when this crush that I had at the time, I'm still friends with her now, but freaking her and her friend, they weren't the popular girls, but they were, they were hot. You know what I'm saying? And freaking, right. they got all their friends to come to my window and they saw me. They were like walking by. They're like, oh, I know that guy. Well, I think said fucking banging on the door. Oh, no. And I'm like, no. No. And then ever after that, I like eventually just like quit going to school. I don't think that was the really the reason, but that was probably a that was a factor. traumatic uh, moment that just <laughs> hasn't left. Like holy shit! Be. Now that I'm older, I don't really care. But yeah, being a little kid in school, I'm like, no. Oh, being a little no, kid having something done. like that happen, it just it's just fucking over. Like I remember there was this kid who like shit his pants once in like the third grade. <laughs> He's in high school. He's like, oh, that's shit pants. <laughs> You're like, bro, you never like, kids that are shit, evil, though. dude. Kids are fucking mean as shit. Oh, kids are definitely freaking evil, man. I remember, I mean, again, doxing myself. You can you probably want to freaking bleep this out, but I'm a, this is for you, not the audience. Yeah, this is the ball girl in question. <laughs> the girl in question, her nickname for me was Cunter Lady Foreskin. I mean, she gave you a whole ass name, man. She gave you a first name, a last name. She put little smart little things in there. So that took some time to make. That was not just like she didn't just look at you go, Turd Ferguson. Like, you know, she put some effort. True. And it came out of love, but it's just like the person that you're crushing on, you want nothing but the world. Oh, like, like, you that. Yeah, that's kind yeah, of like, that day. <laughs> Probably why I have my, like, my current girlfriend now. I'm just like used to it. Like, she's Hispanic. She's like, just having a bad day or like you know i can't say nothing to her man she'll literally be come up to me i'm a jobless deadbeat right now and i have bad work ethic i'm i'm an artist man i don't like working what can i say i need to grow up a little bit but all i have a single thing going wrong she was like you jobless deadbeat stupid motherfucker bald ass looking fucking bad eyebrow fucking stupid freaking <laughs> stinky feet and i'm like my god <laughs> stinky feet yeah. she really is reaching <laughs> yeah but then if I even remotely, like, I know she's joking, she'd be like, oh, you're looking goofy right now. And I'd be like, yeah, you'd be looking goofy right now. So she'd be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you can't, you oh, can't joke me. with them. Like, yes, nope. I've grew up. I hate to sound like a fucking incel, like, all woman. But no, you can't, like, joke with your significant other. Something no, like not like silly. that. Not like that. At least not in mine. I, yeah, I, I try not to get in that kind of trouble. <laughs> but yeah, she does not, mm-hmm. she does not care for that. And it's like, funny too, because she loves comedians. She loves oh, yeah. comedy. She wants to, like, do stand up. But it's like, you can't take a fucking joke. You're going to go on stage and get booed off and go cry about it. It's like, you got to get a little bit of thicker skin. I'm a Granted, really. I can't say some fucked up things, but <laughs> I don't know. I want the best for her. You got to uh, kind of get over that stage fright and not pe- people not liking you, you know? Yeah, you gotta get over that, especially when you get older. Because at the end of the day, that those people and their fucking opinions don't matter. Like, you know, that doesn't fucking put money in your bank. That doesn't feed your family. That doesn't do shit. Like, exactly. yeah, what does it really give you? So, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, I'm a very like boring dude when it comes to clothes. It's always sweaters, like sweatshirt, pants, yep. and it's just like my wife's like, oh, hobo chic. But if I said anything, she wore look like that. Oh, I gotta get my ass kicked. <laughs> 
You know what's fucking hilarious is that my girlfriend uses that exact same phrasing. Hobo sheet. That's fucking funny. <laughs> Deep I punk lore. All the time. Who knew oh, we yeah, would connect on deep. such a level there, Bonk? We're hitting all the walls. We're getting deep right now. So continuing on with with that train of thought, Bonk, and all the things of deep Bonk lore, was there a moment in your childhood or young adulthood where that was like an ultimate like W, like huge win moment? Just generally? Yeah, do you do you remember like just one standout that you're willing to share? If you don't want to share, that's fine. But if you, if you have one, you like, like I to said, share. my memory is wilted, and I have severe depression. I beat myself up and never maybe give myself the pat on the shoulders that I need. When you, when you say beat Why? yourself up, do you mean physically or mentally? Mentally. Okay, because there are those people who do hit themselves, and that's a whole like <laughs> that's a crazy condition. Stop hitting yourself! Stop hitting yourself! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not trying to laugh at it. It is serious, but I just couldn't help it. I'm just like a dude. Like, got a I was gonna, fist. don't feel free. I was gonna turn that into a jacking off joke, and then you went left field, so I'm all about it. So <laughs> I just sat the table, Bonk. I played with the cards that you give me, but if you have a better hand, you take it. Uh, rare W moment. W moment. Uh, I gotta pick my battles here. Mmm. I think I'll start with a smaller one to maybe jog the memory. I remember when I was a youngster, you ever heard of the Def Jam series? Yes, of course. It's awesome game. The rapping fucking fighting game. And I played the Def Jam icon. My friend would always be T.I. He loves T.I. He's in Atlanta. He was from Atlanta. He's like, this dude's from my state. Like, I gotta represent. And me, I was big into Filthy Frank. And I freaking, he hated Filthy Frank. I made him and I freaking like a little copy of Filthy Frank and he hated him so much. He wanted to kill him all the time he saw him on that game. And I finally beat him. He's like my older brother. I'm like 14. He's like 18. I beat I beat my fucking boy Kale on like Def Jam Icon. He like gave me a bowl of weed as like congratulations. That's like a, a minor W. Um, yeah, that's still huge, man. Those moments like that are awesome when you're a kid. Like I, I, I know the feeling trying to think i think another freaking massive w for me would be as silly as it sounds i got like my fucking rep when i got arrested in front of all my friend group but all the cops did was i did graffiti and my dumbass mistake i did a graffiti in the back of like my local like forest park and Uh... i thought like hey this is there's like freaking uh what's it called it's a concrete slab out in the middle of the forest like there's no cameras but there were trail cam get you yeah and yeah. freaking, to be completely fair, I did come back wearing the same bright purple coat and fucking hat I had. So that was my fault. Right. But what made it cool is that, like, the cops came and all my friends just walked. I, like, signaled to them as a kid. I'm just, like, keep walking with my hand. And I come back to them, like, five minutes later. All the cops said is, like, you can't come back here for a year. And yeah. I didn't tell them that. And I just walked up. I'm like, yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> so, so Bonk, you being in the graffiti scene for a while, did you use? Were you a paint pen guy? Were you a can guy? Did you have I was the, the worst of the worst, bro? I'm not good at art. I would just write straight up English chrome letters on everything. Hey, that's okay. Worst of the worst. What was your What was your line? Did I you did. have a name? Did you go by like like you know you have the famous guy out I just there? Wrote the word or... Murphy everywhere. Murphy. Murphy. <laughs> that's just not your Murphy. last name, is it? No. Okay. Good. 
But the, the irony was that my mom had a little, like, uh, wooden uh, drywall that you put under your bed. Like, you know, whatever. Right. And we got a new one. And on the side of the house, I fucking, she put it there. And I took graffiti and I just put Murphy on it. And even all my friends, that used to be, like, our 70s show basement, the side of my house. <laughs> I had fucking, like, the furniture that would be, like, free. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck as a kid. If that shit said free, I hauled that all the way back to my, I remember it. But it was, like, literally, like, a little grandpa chair, like, a rocking chair. Right. And, like, I freaking sat in it. I grabbed the handles, and I leaned forward, and I, like, hilted it on my back. I lifted it up. I just walked home. People probably looking at me thinking I'm homeless. Got a chair on my back. I was like, no, nah, this is coming with me. They just, like, do you want to win that miles. shit? And they're like, here goes fucking Murphy. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah, I would have my friends on the side of my house, and they'd see Murphy on the side. They're like, dude, you're dumb. What if a cop comes and just sees this? It's, like, evidence at your front door. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Uh. Never happened. Just say that Murphy guy's a real son of a bitch, isn't he? Mm-hmm. I remember when the cops freaking pulled my friend over, and they were talking and interrogating him, or quote-unquote, we're kids, but they were just asking him questions. Right, they were trying to get more information out of him than they probably should have. Yeah, and they were freaking like, who's this Murphy guy? He told me this, that they questioned him about that, and I'm like, oh, no. That's so funny. I'm like, dude, like, is it that serious? I'm just, like, fucking drawing silly little words on wall, man. Like, I get property damage, but come on, man. I mean, they might just even make you do community service. They might you have to go over there and, like, paint over it, you know? Like, it, yeah. you know, especially for young, young kids, you know, like, you know, it wasn't a huge town, a smaller town, so they were probably a little bit, you know, more forgiven to you for that. That and the fact that I think that freaking... I don't know. It's it's more so just the fact that yeah, you're young and they don't want they just want to kind of stomp it out of you. But at the same time, it's real weird because the system is messed up. But they're also just good people in that system. So it's kind of hard to draw the line. Like, am I wrong or is the police officer wrong? Like, right. and then you get into this whole moral debate. It's like I should be able to draw what I want. Shut up, stupid. Leave me alone. <laughs> the thought process <laughs> no I, I i understand I, I i did a little bit of that too when i was a younger adult and i never got big with it i was just like you know i had this stupid little thing where i could take the letters g and m and make it into an elephant i'll, I'll send it to you over the discord thing it, like the g was the trunk and the m was the body the way i would do it so it was just like i used to throw that up everywhere it was it was a lot of fun i never got in trouble for it but it definitely felt like i could have <laughs> Pretty easily. Yeah. It's a cute little trick. It's just a fun little thing. People see that and they're like, oh, that's neat. <laughs> oh, look at that. You know, it never goes much deeper. Than you know that. the real way to do graffiti nowadays? How? You get those postal stickers. Okay. They're big, fat, freaking stickers that you put on like wide boxes. Okay. You just draw them on that and then you can go around and stick them on the wall and then you have a good case in court like, hey, you know, this is public uh, violation or whatever, like destruction of property. It's a sticker. Someone can just go rip it off. So you can still do graffiti, but you're not damaging anything anymore, I guess. So, so when you would do it, like you said you weren't doing it for the art thing. Were you doing it for the rush or were you just doing it because, yeah. fuck, why not? Well, yeah, that too. But mostly the rush, man. I still remember my favorite time I did it was when I got climbed 20 feet in the air behind a pizza hut. I climbed the ladder and I was like hanging off the side of the ladder and I just fucking put Murphy up in the air. That was fun. And then I got to show my friends. I'm like, that's me. Murphy did that. Murphy was here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the 
Smurf dogs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fucking funny. And your friends didn't write you. I think that was. I did write that somewhere a couple of times. Murphy was here. <laughs> he didn't hear that. I didn't hear that at all. I don't know what you're talking about. So good. <laughs> so doing like you know the thrill seeking thing as a kid. Do you do anything that's like thrill seeking now as like an adult? Like do you go skydiving? Nope. Do you go paintballing? Completely no. recluse. recluse. I hide in my room and make tunes. Okay. Okay. So what is the? Are you working on anything currently? Are you working on any massive like projects other than potentially getting a podcast under? Podcast is honestly, yeah, the biggest project that I can realistically obtain because I have a webcam, I have a mic. Even if it's all shitty and scuffed, it's there, bare minimum. Okay. Um, I just released another little mixtape. I had an album, I called it, but my cousin brought me to to my attention. You should just call it mixtape so there's less expectation. And I don't want to like kind of shoot myself in the foot, but I, I do make music on my phone, and there's lots of criticism I get that are completely valid. Like someone said. A lot of this, it sounds like you're kind of using the same sounds and different arrangements and tweaking it. And it's like, that's completely valid because on my phone, I have like four synthesizers and out of four, I know how to use like one or two, right? Right. So that's completely valid. That wasn't your question, though. The question is, am I working on something? I just released a new mixtape. I'm sure you've seen me fucking, you know the drill. Fuck yeah. Like in all these discords. But music wise, I don't, I'm just kind of going with the flow, man. Like, Whatever I make, I make, and right. I kind of think of the project afterwards. And that's kind of why maybe my projects are kind of sloppy and unorganized, is because I'm horrible at planning things. Kind of spew it out. I'm thinking more so retroactively in like five or something years. I can retake all my music and hit them with the fucking bonk redux, real version. You know what I'm saying? So, what type, if you had to put your music into a genre, what would it be? I just found a screenshot, or uh, no, I took a screenshot. I just found something that perfect. This people have asked me this. I don't know. You can easily call it electronic music, but that is a giant, vague statement, right? Right. That's like saying um, rock. I mean, that covers a lot. Yeah, exactly. Power rock, metal rock, fucking you Even, know, ballad like, rock. Yeah, acid rock. Punk. Yeah, it goes all over the place. Even with jazz, because he's like, dude, there's like so many different forms of that. What do you mean? Yeah, no, 100%. It's like saying, yeah, I paint. (laughs) I think it's called IDM. Like, uh, Okay. Oh, my. Can I find it? No! My screenshots! They're failing me. All right, I'm just going to look up IDM genre. That is the best way. I don't remember, per se. Intelligent dance music. Intelligent Intelligent dance music. Okay. So. And I want to read this really quick. Go ahead, go ahead. Because I think it's kind of cool. Is, uh is a style of electronic music originating in the early 1990s defined by idiosyncratic experimentation rather than specific genre constraints. So that's basically me me saying I make in the electronic atmosphere of music and genre, I kind of just do different things with it though, you know what I mean? Yes, that makes sense. So for somebody who is like not sure on where to find bonk music, where's the best place to find your music? Choose your platform. I myself personally use YouTube because I have uh, YouTube Premium, but I have it on Apple Music for your iPhone gang. Can't leave them out. I might hate y'all because you got the most superior phones, but I'm inclusive. I got you covered. Then we got the Spotify gang. So if you're gaming, you want to listen to some weird, funky, psychedelics, maybe psychedelic music. I'm not going to say it's trippy too much. Got you on Spotify for the gaming. I got all three bases covered. And 
if you want to freaking hear what I'm doing in between releases, like actual big releases, like on Spotify, Apple, all of that, SoundCloud. I will spew shit on SoundCloud. That I, like unfinished version one, two, three. Like you'll hear uh, raw stuff on my SoundCloud. Nice. So when it comes to all the, like the music, do you have a favorite song or a, like an album or anything that you've put out personally? And are you willing to share what that is? If you don't want to share it, that's cool. Yeah, I'll share it. I'll literally, I'll freaking, I'm like, it's my artist's pick, right? Like my favorite out of everything I've made. Yes. Yeah, I got you right now. I gotta Google my name. I don't freaking hang out on my business like, YouTube too much. I've asked people that question before. A lot of them don't like to answer that because they're so hypercritical of their own stuff that they make. So while you're looking that I'm up, so you- hypercritical. I gotta freaking like you gotta fake it till you make it, man. I'm not thinking about it until after I send it. Right. That's why. That's why I figured this would be a good question for you. And then I have a follow up once you find it. There, I sent it to you. Perfect. So the follow up question. Is is this your favorite song? Because this is the one that you made that you were the least critical about, or is this the one that you've made that is just the most like like enjoyable to listen to for you? I think it's the opposite on the first one. I think it's something that to my criticisms, it passes the checks. Like I personally think I did a good job on it. I'm proud of it. I'm not really proud of things I do generally. And um, what was the second question? Sorry, I got distracted. So the first thing was, are you the most happy with the song because it's something you're the least critical of and that's why it's your favorite? Or is it your favorite because to you it sounds the best? I'd have to say, I think it just sounds the best. Fair. Because I know some people are so critical. The only reason something of theirs is their favorite is because the one they have the least amount of shit to talk on themselves about. It's like, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yes. That, that is true. That is the song I can talk the least amount of shit about, but it's not because it's like the easiest song I made. If anything, it's the opposite. I put a lot of complex. work into it. Like if you listen, Yeah, it's complex. I, I'm proud of it as like... A, a father looking at his son like damn that's cool you did so, a good job you know would you be willing to play i'm gonna play the song you play the song and then at the same time and then once we get to the end if you were listening to it too at the end we can like talk about it a little bit if you're cool with that if you're not cool with it it's totally fine yeah hey you uh, want to share your screen or something uh let me just get this yeah let me let me pull this up play it no okay I cannot hear that. Let me see. Are you muted? Oh, let's hear. Let's let's start it back from zero. Let me know when you're ready. We'll start at the same time on our own individuals. Yeah, we'll just. I'll just freaking. We'll we'll do it the easy way. You know. We'll do it the easy way. Get there. We'll do a countdown from three, and we're not cutting any of this out. So this is deep bonk lore. This is part of it. (laughs) This is bonk lore. Right. I'm ready. You can get the countdown. I think you got better internet than me. Two, one, go. Go. All right. Let me adjust the volume so I can hear you. Also, you said I could shout someone out. Shout someone out. Thinks that I drew the face on this. I did everything else, but the face was a little scribble that I sent my friend Sensei, and I redeemed on his channel for twenty thousand. Like doodle it. My boy Sensei drew that. Shout out Sensei Fruit on Twitch. And no, on YouTube. He's trying to transition to YouTube now. Yeah, go follow him on YouTube. I've been thinking about doing that myself. 
Anyway, I'll shut up. Sorry. Oh, you're good. You're good. So, an interesting thing you're doing with the bass is it felt like it was going from a, like, you know, one, two, three, and four kind of, like, tempo, and it kind of mixes the tempo up a little bit. I like how you you mix the tempo of the bass, that little drum bass. I, I like that. So, yeah. it's been pretty... It's interesting. I like it. That's something I have been working on lately is freaking experimenting with bass, like, part A and B. And then, well, usually what I'll do is I'll take the full bass line and I'll lessen the notes so it's not a full, like, wow, it's like a wow, you know? So, to me, this song just feels like a song that would be in, like, you know, FTL, that space game on Steam. Like, this feels like a video game, like, awesome, like, an 8-bit, like, space game. I love it. Dude, I listen to a dude, lot of I 8-bit music too. So I mean, fuck my you own know, song yeah, for this too. thing. It was commissioned. Like it's, I like that shit. This is sick. Hey man, I freaking, I'm always willing to give people music if they want, man. I don't want to replace whoever commissioned it. I'm not that at all. I don't want to take someone, but you know, you got a YouTube video or something, you need some music. I'll, I'll, Feel free I'll, to add. And so, if anyone wants to get a hold of you for commissions. We'll put the links if you if you want that. If you don't want me to put links for potential music commissions, I won't put that in. Oh no! Please do, man. I freaking I'd love that. But the best way is probably Twitter. Okay. Twitter. If you see me on stream, man, literally just like, hey, uh, DM me on Twitch. Cause I am live every now and then. So, I've been lately. I've have been you done any commission music jobs? I've done one, and I don't know. I probably shouldn't say who it is. Right? I don't think he'd really care if I did. Well, let's just to I be already safe, him on this podcast. let's just call him Mr. X or Mrs. X. Yeah, Mr. X. X or whatever. Uh, Mr. X, he asked me for some Cloud Heat Battalion sort of music, some like power, like synth wave, right? I didn't deliver that. Uh, I thought I did, but looking back, I didn't. I gave him some really cool like vibey terraria music like very cool laid-back music that you could listen to it also right. kind of sounded like daft punk he i asked for like 50 dollars and i felt like i was overcharging mr x i know that you're probably going to watch this podcast because i'll send it to you at some point eventually in the future thank you he paid me like a hundred he paid me 50 dollars extra for my first commission like he gave me a hundred when i asked for 50 like he was a very very upstanding man on that that's like, awesome Very appreciated and it also kind of just felt the universe gratifying me because it's validating. Friends, uh, commission. Well, yeah, like my friends, when they ask me for something, I always upcharge or undercharge, upcharge. I'll upcharge the fuck out of them, fuck lord. <laughs> yeah, no, fucking my friend, he asked me for like uh, like seventy dollars for a painting, and I just I got my stimulus uh, a year or two ago. I was like, take two hundred dollars. So I just feel like, you know, it's kind of putting good things in the universe and it comes back in its own way a little bit, you know? So you also paint. Oh well. Yeah. So I'm other not a freaking good drawer by any means. But so I what do. You, do you watercolor? Do you use acrylic? Like what is what is the bonk paint of choice? Or is this spray can? Honest I haven't painted in like eight years. I usually just draw like little scribbles on my phone nowadays. But what I used to paint, I love freaking um with oil. Oil painting and chalk. Okay like just chalk like, I forget what it's called not chalk it's um pastel I think you got the little it's like a rubber consistency and you like drag it on the paper I, I know what you're cool. talking like about I forget exactly what they're called because I too have been I used to cartoon a little bit but I wasn't amazing I was just good enough to have fun you know 
Yeah, I, no, that's really all you can ask for, man. My friends and me had this game called Stony Book, and what we would do is we'd all sit in a circle, and we'd get fucking high, and we'd hand each other a sketchbook on one page. You couldn't turn the page. You'd have to draw something. After five seconds, you'd have to hand the book over, and you'd get, like, at the end of the smoke session, you'd get the most fucked up drawings, because my friends were fucked up. Like, you say your friends, you know, say fucked up things. My friends would draw fucked up things, so it'd be like, you know, people getting shot. Like, extra step to having fucked up things in your head so you have to sit there and, and you, you gotta visualize it to try it yeah exactly you could have been like ah oh, maybe I shouldn't do this but no it's like dude I'm at, I'm at this fucking table with some psychopaths it's pretty funny back in the day yeah <laughs> no I'm just straight up I yeah so, I think it's funny, but people, we need those people that can draw fucked up shit. So, Bonk, somebody who's in a lot of people's, like, you know, you're in and out of Discord channels, you're in and out of Twitch streams, it seems like you're in a lot of communities. Have you noticed that sometimes people who you wouldn't expect it to have a really weird like following from really group sects like you know like General Sam said like Nazis took over part of his discord it's like what the fuck do you ever come across those like random moments You're like how did this happen all the time man I freaking I stumble on things on discord all the time that I maybe shouldn't I just stumble on things on the internet that I maybe shouldn't you know YouTube bots yeah I'm I'm familiar I'm with YouTube. I'm curious, and I clicked on a YouTube bot, and I freaking he literally was spewing. He was a Brexit geezer. The fucker is British as fuck. He's like literally black people coming in and ruining me country. And it's like a forty-minute episode of this dude fucking hate speech. And I felt like a pussy. I'm like I had to report this for like hate speech. That made me feel icky inside. Right. It's forty minutes, and YouTube will take my video down for a copyright claim. Like fuck this that. How you're doing this? Yeah, it's like that's why I don't care no more. I will upload DMCA music over my videos. They can suck my wiener. I don't need money. This is a very pilot red wannabe. So what's that's the name of the song, correct? Yeah. Who the fuck is Pirate Red? Is that like, did you eat a mic, like an oven, like Red Baron pizza? And like you got the idea, like who's Pirate Red? Is that the Red Baron? So who he is, I'll send you a link. I, you can listen to him on your own time. But um, I just, I like I said, my genre of music, I'm hard for me to identify with. And I don't really find things that I can necessarily jam Relate with, to. Like, listen to a whole, yeah, exactly. And it's ironic because this whole album is literally just electronic fucking music. There's no words or something, but it's very soulful to me. And this guy, this is the first album I've ever listened to, like, all the way through. I've listened to two of them so far by this guy, Pilot Earth's guy. I love the dude. Wait, wait. Very you, big inspiration on me. You said you've never listened to an album all the way through from start to finish until this this individual? This individual, yes. That's I a- go to an artist for a specific sound, but I don't necessarily either A, like the artist, or like the other sounds that they produce. I know that sounds messed up coming from an artist, but everyone knows what they want. Well, artists are always the most critical, so I, I get it. Yeah, I try not to be super critical all the time because it leads to severe depression of my own. But right, because if you're always beating right yeah, yourself like, up, how do you how do you get exactly, any W's? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and this guy, I think it's because of the fact that he's really enigmatic. He doesn't have social media presence. He doesn't do much. He comes, he drops music, he's gone. You know, and you don't really need to freaking 
relate with him. He just produces music and he's gone. And it's really thematic music. Like when I listen to it, it's like the one I sent you. It sounds like freaking lawn music, like fantasy music, right? So, but would uh, this be somebody you'd want to get on your show, even though he's not like a hated figure in society? Because you know, like you clearly are a fan. Like, would you would you be like scared to talk to this person? Would you be like overexcited to talk to this person? Like, how would you go about getting people who you admire from not only a content way but potentially as a person? Like, how would you go about that? If I well, for one, I would yeah, I'd be nervous, but at the same time. With this individual in specific, I just don't think that, like, if I said something that he didn't like, he'd be the sort of guy to be like, go on Twitter and be like, this fucking guy said this. Can you believe Like, he just seems like, oh, you don't like it? Like, at the end of it all, he can just go out and he'll go out of his way and just not freaking bother you. He'll just go back to his hole that he's in, right? But I'd also be super excited just because, man, it's like, I've never related to an artist, even though there's no relation to be had. Just pure sound design. I've never enjoyed something so much. I'd love to ask him what inspired him and maybe right. just compare myself to that. Like, what inspires me? What's Sometimes you like just never know. Like, you guys could have yeah. a very similar background. You guys could have a lot of shit in common. You know, this could be somebody you might make music with in the future. Like, sometimes you never know, like, how you're going to vibe with somebody and the conversations that are going to happen down the road. Like, I know me personally, I talk to a lot of people. So a lot of them I don't know too much about because it's cool to, like, learn it on the show. Like, you know, it's like I'm not faking the excitement of learning something cool about somebody. So it's like when I talk to people, it's like, oh, wow, that's super relatable. And then, you know, we having, like, deeper conversations about other things. So, like, it's crazy the connections you can make from the podcasting, like, like pushboard jump pedal especially if you're interviewing people you don't really know like everything about like i don't know much about you bonk when i pulled you in here because it's just like one you came highly recommended two i learned some of your stuff is like this would be a cool conversation and like i'm i'm pleasantly like having a great time learning a lot of cool things about you man it's awesome that you took i'm having a good time too man it's a freaking chill conversation and i appreciate you having me definitely like i'm gonna like if you want i'll show you how to do everything that i do like I, I don't run things expensive. I have a Go XLR. I have a stand for that, but you probably already have a very capable, like you know, idea of how you want to run your audio setup. I run that through a Razer, like soundboard, and it's uh, it, it runs nice. It's small. It's nothing too crazy. And then it just goes right into the recorder. I record video, and then I pull the audio from the video. With video proc, which I spent a little bit of money on, it was like thirty bucks. If you spend forty, you yeah. can have it through any computer, so you can like you know send it to other computers. I just bought the base. I version. use video clip because it's the least like RAM uh, extensive uh, video for software for my shitty computer, nice. but that can split audio as well. And then Audible, I edit everything through Audible. And it's a free. Oh no, sorry, Audacity. Audible's that fucking. I, yeah, I, I, I was thinking, holy shit, I, I, Amazon certified. No, I got a fucking offer for sponsorship from Audible, and I'm just was like, I'm not taking that. Bro, Stream Elements <laughs> keeps throwing Hello Fresh at me, and it's just like, who the hell do you think I am? I don't even feed myself food. I'll I don't live well. Hours. Hello Fresh. Yeah, Get the fuck out. Well. <laughs> You're trying to have me promote well living to my fucking audience, who are all probably like me sitting in their room, fucking eating a 
hot pocket once every 12 hours. Right. Nah, give me some fucking, give me some gamer fucking. Give me something uh, relatable. Drugs. Give me some fucking thing I could use, you know. <laughs> yeah, I run a few audacity. Some gamer drugs, some fucking performance enhancers. And the cool increase thing, my brain rate so I could shoot faster. There's like one central hub site I use that just like sends your shit to all of like the, the other ones. Hub. Like, yeah, it sends it straight to the hub. And then, you know, somewhere, somewhere, <laughs> some guy's going to jack off to this conversation. And I hope when he nuts, he says, bonk lore. Like, yeah, it mm. definitely goes straight to the hub. No, it sends to Spotify, iTunes, all those other, like, you know, like Apple, all those big ones you like, you know. Where people go for their here. podcast. I have a little like distribution service I use, like United Masters, for any of them smaller music people out there. For free, they will give you ninety percent royalties. So they take ten percent, and you take ninety. That's not a but bad. But if you split. pay like thirty dollars, whatever, for a year, you get a hundred percent, which is good for small artists because you get for free, you get ninety percent, and then for a little bit of money, you get a hundred percent. So I think that's pretty cool. That sounds like the split they're giving over at Kick, you know, the rival to Twitch's website. But then again, like, doesn't look like anyone's modding that because people are playing straight porn and that one guy's fucking prostitutes on his channel. <laughs> yeah. And Kick that also. One guy, the bald one, right? Yeah. And then they also put out that they're going to pay their people regardless of how many viewers they have. So what's stopping somebody from just making a Kick account? And just like you know, passive income farming it. Just yeah, just like playing nonsense. Like you know, like remember E Bombs World and Newgrounds? Like that Badgers, Badgers, yeah. Badgers. Just play that on a fucking like forty-eight hour loop or some shit. That's too much effort, bro. I'm gonna go in my music studio and I'm gonna make like a forty-minute loop of white noise. Download a TikTok video and then loop the white noise over it. I mean, you only gotta do it once and then just push play and then you're, you know, that's your stream. Yeah. No, 100%, man. Buy a whole new computer just to have, like, a 24-hour fucking stream, man. I've been thinking of doing it just for the meme, man. That would be... Yeah, but 24-hour camera like that, you think you would make mistake, like, you'd walk naked in that room or do something, like, oh, there goes my shit. No, 100%. It would definitely... There's, like, no debate. I, like, walk in on my fucking underwear all the time. So... Man, I got the hiccups. Who did this to me? I, I don't know who, who shoved something down your throat so forcefully that air was trapped in your esophagus. I don't know who did that to you, Bonk. I'm guessing. I think I drank the water too hard, gamers. That's probably what happened. So, Bonk, weird question, but what is the most underrated pizza topping? Underrated pizza topping? <laughs> Calculating. Looking at pie charts. Unintended. Um, Intended. I don't know. I'm a pretty basic guy. I stick with the simple stuff i'm trying to think of like a freaking a cool pizza i had that like, i haven't seen since barbecue pizza is probably one of them i don't see that a those lot. are pretty decent People... I, I will say i like barbecue chicken on there too or like something like other yeah. meat yeah it's pretty pretty good had it with brisket one time individual topping mm. yeah that, that's that's why i asked because it's a hard one yeah it's really hard man it's harder than asking me about anything i've done um fuck we only uh, hit the hard-hitting questions. I don't know what sauerkraut is. Sauerkraut's actually, actually... It's cabbage. I, it's They do something with cabbage. I remember I've eaten that a few times. It's not bad. I mean, if you like hot dogs, it's... Jalapenos. Hot dogs. I've never seen jalapenos on a pizza. They really? have that crunch that lettuce does with a little bit of... You know Are saying? you a pineapple on pizza guy, or does that send you from zero to 100? 
I think that we should send all the people that have or eat pineapple on pizza into camps. Oh, no. shit. Freaking, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, an hour pizza. 20 in, we have a Holocaust joke, everybody. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I think you're the, more like the FEMA camps that okay. were like back in the day. Okay, you're no, my. No, no, this no, is no. the first mass camp joke on the pod. Congratulations, Spunk. In my hand, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I was the first one that took the plunge. You were the first one that took the plunge. Oh, man. Now I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. Even, <laughs> people are going to be freaking be like, oh, you're that guy that was on that podcast making fun of freaking Jews. No, no, no. I didn't mean it. it was, I didn't no. even. I, I just said caps. I didn't mean those caps. What the fuck? <laughs> I thought they were going to go to the camp on Awana from Nickelodeon way back in the day. I didn't. That. Oh, I remember that Camp Laszlo. S- salute man. your shorts. Yeah, salute We're your shorts. Camp Laszlo. So, do you, so the fucked up thing about oh, Camp that's the cartoon one with the little cartoon people, or is that the live action one, Laszlo? The little cartoon. It's cartoon. It's uh, like the main character was a monkey, and the freaking camp counselor was like a moose or something. So- when I was a little kid, because I'm 34, I'm fucking ancient, there was a uh, cartoon, I mean, it wasn't a cartoon, it was live action people called Camp Onawana, and there was these, like, kids at this camp, and they do this really fucked up thing called an awful waffle, they would pin kids down, lift up their shirts, and, like, spray syrup on them, this was a Disney show, by, oh, no, this was a Nickelodeon show, by way so yeah, if you don't believe like me dan schneider involved in some way yeah just look up like nickelodeon camp on a Adawana. it's just like the shit the shit that was on when i was a kid is just like weird to see it's like ren and stimpy was on nickelodeon like at all times ren and stimpy was like the original rick and morty i feel like like everyone either hated it or loved it and it was just abrasive and freaking loud and funny it's, it's funny you bring that up my wife hates rick and morty because of the burping you know because rick would just burp like crazy and she's like it's fucking gross out of all the reasons for her to hate it well she didn't give the show she didn't give the show a long enough chance to like you know (laughs) get past that first pilot episode like me i I got kind of over it when it started getting all preachy and weird it's like this is just a no like i just like this for the random bullshit like the interdimensional cable fucking shit that you put on for freaking you know not think time and then it's like oh actually well this is an intellectual show it's like no the fucking ain't it's not adult swim it's like this (laughs) that's the hill some people want to die on fucking let them yeah it's like you're gonna tell me a a show with a mobile game called pocket morty's is anything but like you know meant to be dumb Give me yeah, a break. No, it's so silly. So, what is your? Really hated, but are you a fan well, of what? animation geared towards adults? And if so, what's your favorite show that's uh, in that genre? We're talking about, I'm a weeb. I love anime, but yeah. we're talking about American stuff. I you can talk any about any culture animation. you want, man. If you want to say your favorite cartoons, the fucking that Russian hockey thing that those weird heads in Tarkov are based off of, feel fucking free. This is your episode, <laughs> Bong. This is deep bonk lore. I have to say, American wise, my favorite adult animation is like twenty years ago, the Animatrix, the freaking like animated uh, side stories to the the Matrix in between one and two or two and three. I think I remember uh, the seeing that on TV. I never watched it. I saw the trailer that they were putting that out. I forgot all about it until you brought this up. That's awesome. 
watched or read about it on Wikipedia like a week or two, like a month ago now at this point. And I, what makes it cool to me is the fact that the Wachowski sister, or yeah, sisters now, Wachowski brothers at the time, they went to Japan and all over the world basically to like go collaborate with people. And right. some of the people that inspired uh, the Matrix, uh, I think it was Ghost in the Shell and a couple of other like, animes that they were inspired from, they went there and they were like really inspired or they just like asked them. But they're like, I want to work with you. So that's like some of the the are, uh, it's kind of like one shot episodes. But in the Animatrix, every art style is different. Some was CGI, some was like anime, right? Oh, that's super so I think cool. cool. So that's like to see their inspirations and they collaborated with them. They're like, I liked what you made, inspired by my art so much. I'm willing to help you with your art now. You know what I mean? And it also really cool. opens the show up for more people because I don't know about you, but sometimes I'll watch a show and I'll be like, I don't care for this animation, or it's like. <laughs> And so, like, somebody who would give a show a shot because of that, like, kind of a weird take, you don't want to watch a show because you don't like the way it looks, like, or whatever, that's completely negated by having so many different artists, like, you know, switch hands. So that kind of opens up their, exactly. like, door who will like no it. And there's no chronological order either, so you can, oh, like, oh, better. I don't like this one, skip it, and you're not missing nothing. Exactly. So that way somebody doesn't feel super behind. Because I don't know about you, but all oh, those fucking Marvel movies, man, I feel so behind. I haven't seen shit since uh, Endgame, so it's just like, people are like, oh, do you want to go see this? But, like, I have no idea what the fuck's I going on. I only cared about Spider-Man. Well, he was a classic for so many people growing up. Did you grow up with, like, Spider-Man comics, Spider-Man cartoons, or did, was this love for Spider-Man, like, Tobey Maguire-driven? Spider-Man Lego, or Spider-Man Roblox, or the Mega Bloks. Okay. Did you have a favorite Spidey I, villain? Oh, yeah. I'd have to say... Probably Doc Ock. Doc Ock. Were you, okay, so from Doc a fan's Ock, perspective, have you seen Spider-Verse? Have I seen Spider-Man's like in real life? No, no, the Spider-Verse. You know that new movie? Oh, yeah. I've seen Have it. you seen Spider-Man in real life? <laughs> the fuck, fuck? Yeah, I was like, hold up. You just asked me generally, have you seen Spider-Man? Uh, you might have cut out. I was like, hold up, huh? <laughs> that was awesome. Okay, so, so you saw the Spider-Verse live action movie. Was it spoiled for you that Doc Ock makes an appearance? Yeah, it was. Oh. Okay, so I don't think like the scene that you saw, like the ch- scene of him on the bridge. I don't think it, it doesn't. Nec- it sucks. Like if you didn't want to know he was there, gets pleasantly surprised. But he has a pleasant. He has a freaking. He has a pleasant narrative in the story. The movie is all fan service, though. Like I'm not gonna say it's top tier, like awesome fucking cinema, but it is definite fan service for like all the Spidey fans. It was like inclusive. They got all the groups in there. Well, they had to make up for Tobey Maguire some way. <laughs> They had to fucking make up for Toby and Andrew, dude. Andrew's fucking series got cut short, and I think Toby didn't want to do it no more, or they canceled the series. I'd yeah. love to see more of them. I know that they are actual actors, and they probably don't want to do shitty Marvel movies forever, but I'd love a conclusive story to the Spider-Verse trilogy, or saga. And then throw it over to Miles, like, maybe kill Peter, yeah. maybe, like, you know, fulfill the character. Like, yeah. Exactly. That, that That's that's a route they can go that's the kind of nice thing about having characters that are like interchangeable like Captain America the shield goes over he gets to retire and now we have a new Captain America and now we are going to have a new Spider-Man prop potentially in the future you know once they want to switch over from Peter to Miles now is there any character in the Marvel scene that you just can't see switching over because like who they are is integral to the hero in question like you know Frank Castle is the Punisher 
Frank Castle is a great one. I'd have to say Daredevil. Uh, Frank Castle and Daredevil, both of them. Daredevil more so because someone can take up his crime-finding mantle and be like a Daredevil, but they're never going to be as cool as him. Motherfucker's blind as a bat, and he fucking has like sonar location, like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like and, that's a very specific skill set. He's not even a mutant. I don't think. I think he's just disabled. No, he got disabled, like, and he got hit with like radioactive shit in his eyes. I think the story was yeah. like he like pushed somebody out of the way of a car when he was a kid. And I don't remember the comic because I read the comics and I watched the Netflix. I, mean, I just don't remember because I think I smoked that memory away. I think he I pushed the some Ben Affleck movie. That's my oh only no, he watched the, the worst the one. The worst one. Oh, I'm sorry, man. So, it's like, yeah, he, like, pushed a little girl or someone out of the way of a car that was transporting, like, nuclear waste, and he, like, hit him in the eye or some shit, and his dad was a fighter who, like, took, it said he would, like, fall in, like, the eighth round or whatever, and he was just, like, had too much pride and, like, won the fight, and then he got murdered for it. Was, like, blood it. was swelling in his eye or something, and it, like, killed him or something. Or not, the mob like killed him over it or something. Or I don't remember. It's oh, either yeah. he had a brain aneurysm or it was the mob. I'm pretty sure the mob killed him. I don't know. It's been such a long time. I remember reading those books and I just love the Punisher Daredevil back and forth. And the way the Netflix series captured that was so cool. And then I hear they're bringing him back as the Punisher, the same actor Disney Plus is. I'm glad that they are, man. So is there I never any, got into it when it was around. So I there, get introduced to it. Is there any other heroes or any other, like, things that you would like to see get their time in the sun, whether it be a miniseries or a TV show or a movie? Hmm. I know Netflix has taken anime and ruined it for a lot of people. It was like Death Note, (laughs) their weird live action that they put out. So what was that answer you said? You said Death Shock? Static Shock. Static Shock. You ever watched that show on the CW as a kid? I can't say I have, actually. It's not ringing a bell. He is, in my opinion, DC's equivalent of Spider-Man. Oh, that's pretty sick. Not in powers or anything, but because Spider-Man has some of the... Like, you have Iron Man. Like, who does Iron Man... Who's Iron Man's villain? Ultron? But that's also an Avengers villain. Iron Man's Mandarin. villain is alcoholism in the comic books. <laughs> that's Iron Man's villain. Fucking true. But not like sta- like Spider Man has Rhino Vulture. He has all of these villains based around right. him. They are all personally intertwined with him. They're not just oh, you're in my way of my villain goal. A lot of them he knew beforehand. They're yeah, personal you don't villains, see right? Rhino fighting fucking Ant Man too often. You're right. Exactly. That's kind of why I like Spider Man is because like he's grounded in his city. Same with Daredevil. But um, Static Shock, he has all these villains that are freaking... He knew beforehand that is it, it comes up with good narratives for stories, you know? Like, right. And just... They're not just thrown powers. at he you. The they're cultivated. Of, like, I think. There's like... Exactly. You understand why said person's a quote-unquote villain or why someone's taking such a stance on this weird thing. Like, people, like... You actually get to like flesh these characters out a little bit more. I totally understand. That. Exactly, that makes it better. That makes you care. That's the, the thing I hate about Static Star Wars. Is like also, one of the cartoons that like fucking confronted gun violence. I remember one of the characters, like his sidekick, like the Oracle, the Batman, is like uh, his technical guy, right? Right. He literally like got bullied so hard he pulled out the fucking gad at school, and he like he didn't even use his powers. That's his friend. He's just like, dude, this ain't the way. I remember that shit as a kid, and I'm like, damn. Kind of why I don't like guns. 
That's crazy. Hey, that had, had an impact, obviously, because you said that's one of the reasons you don't like guns. Man, I think he did his job. But what were you saying, though? I have to apologize. Oh, you're good. You're good. I was going to... What was I saying? <laughs> I ate the edibles yeah. are starting to kick. Oh, don't. Uh, I'm... Uh, let's, let's continue on. Who, who gives a shit? We'll come back to it if it's important. Oh, I know. So, have you seen The Last of Us? No, and I haven't played it. Neither. I was going to ask if there's any uh, TV... Like, if there was anything other than The Last of Us you'd like to see made into a TV series... I'm sorry, that was like the lamest thing. I haven't played The Last of Us when I was young. I saw it. I'm like, that just doesn't look like I'd vibe with it. Uh, not so everybody's really like into this story, zombie stuff. Sort of stuff. Did you, you know, have but... a favorite genre of horror when you were like a kid? Did you like slasher movies? Did you like, you know, Freddy and Jason, like the Friday the 13th? Like, did you have anything that was like your go to horror movie when you were a kid? Well, I'm not really a horror guy as an adult, but as a kid, I got scared shitless. What My was your scared shitless movie. horror movie? Ghost Ship. Ghost Ship. I remember that fucking movie. That shit fucking freaked me out. It made me feel claustrophobic when they're down in the boat. The scene where they all get sliced and you see all the bodies falling in the beginning. That movie just traumatized me, dude. Goddamn Ghost Ship. <laughs> so, a show that I'd like to see like translated to translated like into a show or, you know, or whatnot, probably, or a game into a show, probably God of War, dude. I God of War it's been be complained sick. about for so long. Like all of the cool events are mostly just quick time events. Like press circle really hard. Like I feel like that would be undermined, but just or overshadowed if you could just get making a TV show. How many like, people do you great, think like, trilogy. are pushing that on Reddit because they just want to see him fuck all those women? <laughs> probably a few. Hundred, a hundred percent, all of them. Probably, I'm. Um, I'm gonna say it's a, ha- a, high, a large percentage. How many? Like the real Turing test or whatever is like when you play God of War. Who skipped over the sex mini games? I did. There you go. <laughs> who would be your actor of choice to play the God of War? You think it's gonna be the Rock? <laughs> I get flack for this because <laughs> the Rock. Uh, I don't know. Body wise, like physically, yeah. But for voice and just the general stature his actual voice actor have you seen this freaking guy the, like seven foot two freaking like simone looking dude oh yeah he'd be a good fucking kratos that would be sick and i know people are gonna be like well he's not black what the you're white you black washing my show it's like bro who cares man like you go find someone that looks like kratos then you know what i mean like i think he has the voice and he has the body build you know what i mean right. and it wouldn't be racist if you painted him white because in lore, Kratos freaking like his family died, and he was cursed with wearing his fucking family on his skin. Oh, so that's why he's. Like, somebody took that out of context. They could think you're talking about something completely different. Oh no, man! I fucking I know. I'm in safe in your hands. I trust you. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna do anything with that. I can't guarantee somebody's not gonna clip that and make some fucking bonk content. Oh, it's freaking This is one thing about I love about podcasting. You just never know where the fuck it's gonna go either. So, Bonk, my next question to you is: If you could work with anybody in like the podcast rest in the podcast realm, you know, Twitch realm, you name it. If you could pick your co-host out of the sky, who would be your co-host? Like for a podcast, or just someone to work with, like in a general. Either or, whatever whatever capacity. If you want to make it for the podcast, 
Make it for the podcast. If it's just for like a stream or two, stream or two, or yeah, you know, you, you pick. It's your it's your show, man. It's your dealer. You're the dealer. You you tell me. When it comes to just collaborating, either on a stream, playing a game together, or just talking and shooting the shit, I'd love to fucking get a game time with Stardecky. I, I freaking I feel like we have some common ground. I think he understands that I have some self awareness, and I'm not always being like, like I think everyone in his chat thinks that I'm super like some shameless guy, like. Oh, play a game with me, dude. Like, I always say it ironically. I'm like, yeah, you should play a game with chat. Or you should do this with chat. But he understands. I'm just, like, egging him on. and like You're just you know, pushing the, the stream fucking, forward. You're not game. trying to be, you know, you're not trying to be backseat gaming. You're just putting suggestions out there is what you're saying. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm trying to be a tool for the content. Like, that's the only reason I let the whole community bully me. I don't personally mind it. I crack up at a lot of it, honestly. And I always right. crack up when Decky's the one making fun of me, but I'm literally I, I be the punching bag just to progress the fucking stream because sometimes I hate to say it, they're negative people and they're a little bit they're bitter, and sometimes they come and say the funniest shit when they're fucking angry at somebody. But uh, that's who I'd like to collaborate with on a larger scale. I'm sure he ain't large in comparison to like Moist Critical, but numbers are the reason of all hey, man. depression. It wasn't it wasn't the question of like who's the biggest guy you want to work with, it's who you want to work with. Who gives a fuck about numbers yeah. at the end of the day? And so if Decky's that guy for you, then Decky's that guy for you, and I totally understand and respect that. Now, is there another person that you out there is there somebody who you like have seen their content for a long time? You like their content a lot. You just, you know, you guys are just in such different circles. You haven't really had any interactions. Is there anybody like that out there in the space and realm that you would like to like start interacting and working with? People that I don't generally interact with. Um, there's a lot, but I'd have if I had to say for mutual beneficiary game, not just for me taking from them and leeching off them or them leeching off of me. I'd have to say like actual beneficiary and we're fun like I vibe with the person hmm so, so I'm pondering the orb here I probably have to say I'd like to work with Peepaw I really enjoy him I'd like to interact with him more and I probably should considering I'm his mod but lately he's just been kind of having a little bit of issue with the mental health so like he doesn't stream as long as he used to and I feel bad but like Oh, he had you a know, pretty big stream yesterday. Early. Yeah, he had a pretty long stream yesterday. I think he was like... That's why I was four there. Four or five yeah, hours, six because, hours. Like, I wake up super late, and he streams not, not degenerate hours. So like, when I wake up, it says, here comes Peepaw's lie. I click on it, active July 30, like, hours ago. You know, right? and was, It kind of makes me sad I don't get to interact with him too much. And totally. Discord, I don't really... As fucked as it sounds, I don't really... I sit in my own circle and Discord. I have like my discord that I'll uh, try and curate and then I have a couple of other friends I try and help out and be a part of their community but I kind of just it's not that I don't vibe with anyone in Peepaws but I don't want to necessarily force them to deal with me I guess you know what I mean I know that sounds fucked but I just I don't want to try and force people to like me if they don't and they're very polite about it but I just there's a very big difference in personality shift that's why I just kind of don't interact with Peepaws uh, in the Discord because that's, of the that's fair, but you know, you're but you're a fan of the creator and what they put out. Mm-hmm. Fair, that's absolutely fair. Uh, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people have something like that where they like a creator and they for whatever reason they just don't gel with the community. It doesn't mean they can't still be a supporter and a community member in their own right. You know, just because chat wall just isn't it for 
like said person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. And I don't mean that because like in Decky's Discord, I don't gel with them and I don't really like them. I like everyone in Peepaw's Discord. It's just more so I don't want to be a bother. I'll come in there and I'll talk to the people I know, but I don't necessarily engage with new, t- new people, I guess, you know, unless they engage with me first. Oh, That's fuck. a mistake I made in Decky's Discord trying to engage with people and I got banned. Look at me. Is um? Are you appealing the ban? It's a fifty dollar appeal, so no. He charges fifty dollars for ban appeal. Hate the hate the player, not the game, dog. I hate the chat for the person in chat who banned me. I don't hate the person that's getting money off of this drama. You know what I'm saying? Get your bag up, not your funny up. Fair. I I, I didn't even know one could do that. That's the first time I've ever heard of a. <laughs> And submission fee. Yeah, fifty dollars. You know, how, you know how to make me happy. I'm just saying. <laughs> Fair enough. So I've uh, only unpaid and appealed the band once, and it was the the mod interviews. Just because, like, at the last second, they rejected me time and time again. And on the day, I was like, my mod resume is I smoke crack for a living, and he's and Hoff was like, <laughs> approved. And then I got in there real black. You got approved and I, like, I'm not when I my smoke fucking... crack every day as your application. <laughs> yeah. No, like the timeline could be drastically different if it was me instead of Don Tony as the mod. But, uh, yeah, that's the only reason I paid money is because I, I wanted my chance to shine a little bit. I paid it. And he even refunded it. Like, Decky is a class act. He's like, we, I don't want your money. Like maybe every fifty, every now and then, that's understandable. But you literally pay like one hundred and fifty dollars. I got banned, unbanned myself, and then unbanned myself again. I'm like, I was asserting my dominance financially. I'm like, no, I shouldn't have done that. I'm broke. But I was like, I'm not getting banned. There. But after that day, I don't, I don't pay for the bans no. because there's nothing that important to me. And me and Decky are friends on Discord, and that's enough of a fucking. That's enough. That's enough for me. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to sit there and bother the guy all too much. So, is there something about Sudeki in particular that you vibe with? Is it one of those things where just you you just seem like he's a guy that is very genuine? You can be friends with. Is it like like what about Decky draws you to him and his comedy and his content? I think more so the fact that Twitch is a very positive place. But with positivity, everyone wants to look nice. Everyone wants to be positive, even if they don't mean it. And it's more so, like... I get that. You know, I'm tired of, like, people, like, pretending to like someone because they're in their chat. It's like, if you don't like someone, you let them know. And Decky is just... Uh, Doesn't pull guy. punches, no bullshit. Yeah, he's very genuine. I have clips, just to fucking remind myself. Like, if I... I'll send you one. But freaking Decky is literally like, Oh, Bonkstimus, we love Bonkstimus here. And I find it so funny... They, the, the hate runs so deep with me. I'll freaking rate them sometimes just because. And right. literally no one, like none of the mods will fucking shout me out. And I don't care. Like, I'm not necessarily doing it for that. I am, but I don't care if it doesn't happen, right? Right. But he specifically says, mods, can you do this? They all ignore him, and I find it fucking hilarious. I'm like, they hate me so much they're willing to break the rules. Now, was there a moment where you're like, I've burned that bridge with these mods, and if so, what was that moment? I, I, there was no burning my bridge with the mods, man. I think of what it really is, is the fact that I'm a Zoomer and they're all like 50 years old. Actually, yeah. no, I take that back. There's only one 50-year-old mod. Hoff, I love you. But all the rest of them are just kind of, I don't know, like bitter people. 
I can't tell when it's a joke or when they're actually just like, I don't want this guy here. So I don't know. I don't think I necessarily did anything to spur them. I just went in, hey, look at my music. And then I had like a schizophrenic episode. I like talked for like 30 minutes in my, by myself in a chat. And they're like, this guy talks too much. So I think a combination of all those kind of or combined into the mod just not liking me. So when can we expect the Bonk podcast in the near future, in this year, next year? Like, what is your time goal? Well, to be completely fair, I've had this goal for about a year, almost two now. So to realistically put a time frame on myself, because I can sit here and say in the future and then never get to it. Let's say two months. Two months. Okay. And are you going to go, yeah, uh, are you, when is the interview process starting for a co-host? You know I'm going to start doing an interview process as soon as we're done with this. I'm going to go on my Discord and be like, at everyone, get in the voice chat now. I'm not going to tell them what it's about. I'm just going to be like, just get in now. You're see just going to blow on. the conch thing. Assemble and see what sticks. I'm going to try, yeah. Okay. Okay. I like that. So, do you have a name for the show? Hmm. It has to be do something with my freaking co-hosts, but me, I'm a robot guy. I'm a freaking okay. silly little dude, so it'd probably be like, hmm, what should I call it, man? Give me some, give me some ideas here. Uh, <laughs> let's say if I got Logan and JoJo on, I'd say... A robot, aqua FPS, and a midget, and we'll all walk into a room podcast. It's <laughs> a long ass like inch. That's a name. That's a long name, though. It might be hard to like you know make merch with a name that long. All right, a, a robot, a, a robot, and a leprechaun walk into a bar. I don't know something silly. I don't want to take it too serious, you know. There, no, absolutely. Like it's one of those things where if you just have fun with it. If it becomes something huge, awesome. If it doesn't, hey, you're still having fun with it, you know what I mean? Exactly. I win either way. So is there any sponsorships out there that if offered, you would say no without a second thought? Like if somebody came forward, just not based off a of principle or hate for products, like who is Bonk sending out the door? Who is Bonk's turning away? Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> Those motherfuckers are everywhere. Because everyone hates them. I actually enjoy Raid Shadow Legends, but that's because I played some Star Wars game, and it was literally a Raid skin, so I literally have the gameplay loop, but with Star Wars characters. I damn near got to the end game of that, and I'm like, someone, a decky asked everyone to download Raid, I played that shit. I genuinely enjoy it. It's a fun little game on the side, but I understand that that's not everyone's tea. I'd kind of say no to it just because I'm not going to cram shit down everyone's throat. You know what I mean? Especially something that's a pretty popular ad in the scene. It's like, yeah, everyone's seen this thing. But if it was something like completely out of left field, like if a bidet came out of nowhere and was like, Bonk, we want you to be our guy. We want you to be the bidet guy. Are you taking that? Oh, hell yeah. If they send me a free one so I can install it in my house, I'll be a bidet spokesman forever. What about the Blue Chew Boner Pills? Is Would Bonk sell Blue Chew Boner Pills? Uh, probably. <laughs> Are you going to have fun with the commercials like they do on the Gamer Hole? <laughs> Talking about sweaty sex, summer, and all those ridiculous things? I probably, I mean, I remember General Sam had that shit, right? Where he had one episode, and then the next episode, they're like, no, 
Oh, that was like the Adam and Eve one because they sell like, you know, marital aids and all sorts of toys that are geared towards adults. Marital aids is a funny way to say a dildo in your ass. Absolutely it is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I think I got to say this just to clarify, because people we live in a world where people will be like, well, he didn't say no or he didn't say yes. I have to say the only sponsorship I think I would outright off of morals, off of ethics that I would reject. Probably a Nazi sponsorship. I gotta, I gotta be honest. I, don't, I didn't know the Nazi party was sponsoring shit. Hey, man, I'm, you never know the way the world is going, man. They're like, hey, what the fuck is this? Get out of here. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Silly. Like, what would you do with that? Like, you go to some horrible website, like, yeah, just type in this name and get 10% off your next racist thing i be horrible yeah i wonder what like their proprietary freaking like product would be like what a fucking hair oh. razor <laughs> fucking mustache trimmer i don't know something horrible i don't ask kanye no. when he finally gets his sponsorship done with them when he signs the paperwork i feel bad for kanye but it's I also his fault man but the man is genuinely like having mental health issues but he's also like so deluded yeah. that he doesn't realize it he's like i'm i'm fine y'all are the problem the thing i don't like about america about the music industry is but then he'll go around and start talking about like fucking the jews and everything and it's weird and i'm like okay kanye Everyone talks a big game about mental health, about how it's important, this, this, and that. And then when we have a very public case of public health, like a Kanye West. We all just shit and clown on him and tell him to fucking get good. Until something horrible happens. And it's like, oh my God, why didn't anything happen? It's like, uh, it's you know, literally that, the fucking it's, it's horrible. famous until you're dead situation. It's like that no one, one football player, Antonio Brown, who hasn't acted the same ever since that one hit against the Bengals a few years back and it's just like yeah it's just getting more and more weird and then there's a domestic violence thing he was like you know take your dick out in public like it's just slowly getting worse and it's just like yeah at what point are we gonna like you know stop treating this like it's a funny thing and get this guy some like help it's, yeah it's, it's exactly and it's not taken serious I I'm guilty of that. I don't take my own mental health serious. Probably why I have a lot of issues that burst up, but so, I, just, I don't know. I grew up in a household where it's all in your head. It's all in your head. So uh, even if I know it's real, it's ingrained in me. The machismo thing that you're growing up with. Like, oh no, this is, you're just not eating enough meat or some weird dumb shit that they tell you. No, when you're up, my mom tried to tell me when I was a kid, like, my son doesn't have ADHD. It's not real. That's a fake thing. And I'm like, she just every time that like someone or my therapist would say something like my mom would deny it and then she wonders why i have like a hard time adapting i'm pretty sure i'm autistic or on the spectrum in some way i'm never gonna diagnose it i don't think i'll live it down with my mom but yeah she's just kind of ableist i guess whatever the word would be right she, she would hold it against you if you did exactly. get a diagnosis and sometimes with family members like that if you got a diagnosis and you just never shared with them it's probably you know I mean, it's not gonna like affect your relationship. At least you would know that. Yeah, you know I'm not what I mean? necessarily like disdainful towards my mom either. I understand it's just a product of her time, and that's what she grew up with. I'm not gonna expect yeah. her to change her belief. Just like I don't see exactly. why she should be mad if my beliefs don't change, right? It's, it's a difference in personality. It's also hindsight is twenty twenty. When you're when the die is cast a certain way, and you see the world another way, like just because that way of viewing things is no longer popular you, like so people don't always like jump on that like i see that all the time 
And it's like something that's very, you know, accepted and open in mainstream society. Other people are like, no, fuck that. We don't do that. And like, what are you talking about? Why are you holding on to this so hard? Yeah. Some people just do. And I don't, I don't. When I it. tell people I have ADHD, they're like, you're just using it as an excuse for your behavior. I'm like, no, I'm trying to self-evaluate myself, identify what is. That's what you're like, I'm not talking about Zodiac signs. I'm not saying I fucking ate this cake because I'm a cancerous piece of shit. <laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, it's, it's just weird, man. Like right. people always say I'm trying to scapegoat everything on my ADHD. It's like, no, I'm trying to understand how my brain is working, but I'm also trying to let you know, like. You don't gotta give me slack, but just have some understanding. Like, have some what is empathy. easy for you? Like taking care of yourself. Everyone takes a shower. Everyone does all that. Shit is excruciating to me. Just well, routine. It's so some people don't take to. showers, and you know, some people also don't drink milk, and some people eat spam out of cans. <laughs> There's a whole lot of yeah. a whole lot of personalities out there in the gamer scene and out there, and like you know, regular real world scenarios. So bonk. Like talking a lot about redemption, I liked how you said that you wanted your show to kind of be a redemption arc for some people. Be like, hey, that guy who said those fucked up things, or these people that are not exactly yeah. liked. So, with the overarching like thing of the show, be like everyone's redemption arc, but the overall redemption arc being your own for the people who've kind of like written you off or said some like weird shit or just thought certain shit because like you know That's you're just who you are parallel actually yeah it's kind of a way to prove myself because everyone is kind of like right now i'm i'm hardly in voice calls you know b horse right b horse was like i, I know like b horse i watch him he's also in a lot of streams of people who i do watch follow yeah. him i'm gonna start you know diving into the b-horse realm here so i wouldn't say i know them know them but i'm i'm familiar well b-horse is seen he's in decky's community he knows what i'm capable of when i'm being a fucking menace but at the same time he i think he was genuinely surprised when me and him got in a voice call and he just saw that i was like actually just a normal person that was kind of silly you know what i'm saying totally and it'd be more what he was presented with like I'm sure people were like, exactly. oh that guy's like this, or oh my god, you know, like shit like that. Yeah, exactly. And then people are just like the Decky Mod interview. Honestly, like started a lot of people understanding me a little bit more. They're just like, yeah, he's a little crazy, but he's like normal. He's just kind of silly. So and, you you wish people yeah, would just give you a little bit more patience when they're approaching you and not just jump to conclusions. Is what you're kind of kind of getting at. Yeah. I'm not entitled to their patience, but I am. I, I want a warning sign that says, "Hey, man is prone to depressive episodes and will say silly things like poo poo fart when he's feeling bad." Right, just like when you like walking down the street and somebody's walking a dog and the dog's got a collar that says "Do not approach" or something like that. Like you know, it's, yeah. Sometimes exactly. everybody's a little different with their stuff, and sometimes having a little like precursor that's not a bad thing. Or like you know, when you go on someone's like. Twitter profile it says how they would like to be addressed whether it be he she they or them or whatever scenario so it's like one of those things where it's like sometimes it's nice to have like a little bit of pre pre knowledge going into those things so you don't one get the wrong impression of someone like in your case or two offending somebody in the other one that was stated I feel like I may have offended some people that are trans because I always say I just don't understand it and completely support it but they always think that means I don't fucking like want them to do it I like, don't fucking support it but I- people should have freedom of choice if they want to do it i believe in personal freedom 
I might not agree with it, but I believe that people should have that choice, right? Yeah, it's like when and somebody has a that I have. bad take on something. It's just like, I don't agree with what you said, but you have the right to say it. Doesn't mean I have to like yeah. it. But if somebody tried to silence you, I would, you know, I would stand up for you because you have the right to say that because we live in a free country kind of thing. I'm not exempt from freedom of consequence. If I say something stupid here, everyone is fully allowed to just sit there and shit on me. Let me know it's a bad take. It's one but of I've those, yeah. A couple of times where it's like, like, my whole point with all of that, I've said it, like, one time on stream, and so people got mad. It was just, like, what, what, where, 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 no one was teaching that. Like, even then, when in normal school, what, uh, sex ed, it was, like, 11th grade, right? Something like I that. I know mine was really early. Mine was, like, 6th grade, 5th grade. That's when it started. It's, like, really early. And like I said, man, I personally don't agree with it, but I believe that they should have the freedom to. I don't think that anyone should be oppressed. Right. I think that we should all be able to have discourse and talk over things without freaking, oh, well, you don't agree with me, so you're a bad guy. Like, it's, it's hard, hard to, to put yourself in those shoes, especially if you don't know anyone in your life who's going through that. Like, do you have anybody close yeah. to you who's going through, like, th those issues and, like, going through, like, that transition? Absolutely not. See, that not makes it kind of difficult of friends, but. because it's like, you know, it's if it was closer to home, if it was somebody like a humanizing thing, like, oh, I know that person. Like, that person's a good person. Yeah. Like, that humanizes totally it. That point. And yet you're kind of like detached from that. And then at the same time, it's like, like, I, I get where you're coming from. It was like, you don't understand that because, you know, if you've never been presented with something like that, it's it's a big concept to like wrap your head around. But, you know, just because you don't understand something doesn't mean you can't be empathetic. And which is, you know, that, that's that's the approach I take to it. Just like, just because I don't understand what somebody's going through. Like, oh, I've never had those issues personally, but, like, doesn't mean I can't, like, you know, feel for you and, like, help you out if I yeah. can in some way. It's one of those things where it's, like, it's hard yeah, I'm to... I'm not that guy know. either where, like, as soon as I see a freaking... Like, I'm not the old white racist dude. Like, I have black friends. Like, no, I, if I ever see someone or I'm interacting with someone that's trans, I don't say nothing. It's so easy to just be polite and not let things affect you, right? There. My so, confusion does not make me upset at people. I just also don't care enough to ask because it's not going to be something that's ever in my life, I guess, you know? And it's just I one just of those things where people. you want to mind your business, too. It's like, oh, I'm not yeah. gonna, like It's not, in my, not business. my business. Exactly. Like, I don't care what anybody does as long as, you know, they're not killing other people as long as they're not hurting yeah. other people it's like yeah it's totally like i have no issues with it so i get that too so Buck, we've got, we talked a lot a lot of shit today we covered everything i'm gonna go back i'm gonna take your name out because you talked yourself i'm gonna take out a few things you know so people don't come at you for whatever reason or give you shit for doing all that stuff so, I've had a lot of fun talking to you. It was a good conversation. Now, is there anything that you would like to say to the people? Is there anything that you would like to put out there? Now is your time to say whatever it is you want, whether it is to push something like your upcoming podcast or to talk about, you know, things going on in your life. Now is your time to say whatever it is Bonks wants to say. The floor is yours. Well... If you would all be so inclined, I would really appreciate if you'd all go listen to my new mixtape that I've put out. Um, I will send you the link if you want to do something with it. Oh, yeah, I already did. No, anyway, um, yeah, go check out, check out that. Um, I'm not live on Twitch lately, but my Twitch is just Bongstimus. I do go there frequently, and I plan to come back around with it now that I have a little bit better computer setup. Um The podcast, you will find all the information on my podcast on my Twitch, because I will probably be doing 
some form of live streaming. It depends on the episode, guests, whatnot. And uh, just be cool people. That's really all I gotta say. Check out my music. Maybe check out my podcast. Be cool people. Fair enough. That's that's a good way to end the bonks lore. We've covered a lot of things from you know childhood to current. What's going on? little bit of mental illness talk which is never a bad thing so if anyone wants to get in contact you for any reason whatsoever under the sun whether it be the commission talk or work on a project you said twitter is your preferred method of contact correct correct and then uh i'll send you a link to that as well so i'm gonna do it do you want people to like dm you are you cool with people fucking making comments that they want to talk to you on like comments that you're putting out there like like what what's your route on that Whatever is their preferred method, because honestly, I I don't like any methods, so nothing bothers me more than the other. Just whatever is more comfortable for other people. I can always do whatever. And if it's a little too much, maybe I'll change my mind and go to DMs only, but for now, it doesn't bother me. Whatever is easier for someone to contact me, for them. Fair. Fair. All right, everybody. Well, I, we've covered a lot of things. Look forward to Thank seeing. You for having me. Oh, it's not a problem, man. Thank you for saying yes. You don't know me. I don't know you all that well. So this is cool getting to know the man behind, you know, all the controversy. <laughs> the man behind <laughs> the name of Bonk Stimmis. <laughs> so it was cool getting to get getting you on the show and like you know pulling back the curtain a little bit and you know just getting you know the person behind it all. So that that's the whole point of the show. That's that's at least what I try to do. With that being said, I'm high and I'm starting to ramble. I am the 8-Bit Nobody, and why don't you go the fuck outside and touch and or smoke some grass, and we'll catch you next time on the comms.